You know, when I started this thing over four years ago now, one of the main reasons I did it was to help the modern man deal with his demons and his issues and not give in to those demons. One of the things that I cannot move past at the moment is that here in Australia, the suicide rate, because of the lockdowns, would far outweigh any death caused by the current situation. And it's how we weigh human life. I am deeply concerned about what is going on. I have zero fear about getting the current situation. Zero. And if I did, even if I knew I had it, I've got no fear about that whatsoever. What I do have fear about, and I'm very concerned about, is the freedoms and liberties of us here in Australia, however, around the world, over something that, let's be honest, has a 99-point-something survival rate, if you get it. I do not understand, and it makes no sense. Let's just put something into perspective. Yesterday, here in Queensland, they did 52,000 tests for 16 positive results. And of course, the world's going to end because we had 16 positive results. Do you know what the percentage is that are testing positive or did test positive yesterday? The real number is 0.0000003308. We are in the sixth decimal point of 1%. I don't know how to put it any clearer than that. Yet we're not allowed to travel 10Ks from our homes. The conversation you're about to hear is why I started this podcast. It is a raw, unfiltered conversation between five good Aussie men. Neil, Woody, Daniel, Patrick and myself had a roundtable discussion about what is going on. Now this was recorded the night before last and that's the reason it's coming out so quickly because things are moving too quickly. However... Another reason that I started this podcast is I wanted to get a genuine Aussie perspective out to the world. And this one's very Aussie-centric. However, the premises and everything we talk about are applicable the world over. Not everyone is going to be happy with this one. Some people are going to be triggered. To those people, I say, harden the fuck up. Because we listen to you. I'm quite happy to listen to any perspective. Take it in, percolate, and respond. We don't have to agree to be friends, and nor should we agree all the time. However, when our freedoms and liberties are being imposed upon, there's something we should all agree on. However, the people willing to walk lockstep is very disturbing. Now look, I understand why you comply. You want it to go back. There is no going back. I'm not sure what it is going forward, but there is no going back. You comply because you want it to end. However, your ongoing compliance is why it will never end. Please look after yourself. Please stay safe, stay focused, re-engage discipline. Reach out to the community. You're not alone. If I got anything out of this conversation, is that I was not alone. And I bet you there's more of us than we think. 
Again, I'm going to give you the UTC intro now, and we're going to finish with Demons in My Mind by Rowdy. He was also a good Aussie battler. Look him up on SoundCloud and all your different musical platforms. Greg Johnston Music gave us the intro. If you want to support us, Patreon, Unlocking the Code. Follow us, Unlocking the Code, Facebook, Instagram, etc. We've got to come together, guys. People power will win in the end, if we choose. Gentlemen, uh, bring you two boys together. We're going to have, look, for everyone listening, we have got some boys coming in. Uh, there's t- At the moment, we've got Pat for his first podcast with us. Good, after- oh, good evening, Pat. Good evening, mate. Uh, and Daniel Mengel is back with us. How are you, sir? Doing exceptionally well. Thanks, Triff. Yeah, look, I-, I wanted to bring basically the round table together, as I like to put it, uh, just to have a bit of a discussion, an open discussion about what's going on at the moment. And look, I, um, I'll start and then maybe we'll just go around the room and share our thoughts. And look, the reason I want to have this discussion is I'm actually deeply, deeply concerned, um, probably on a level that I think we all are and I don't think we understand how deep that level actually really is. You know, we, we prior to turning the mics on, we've just been giving each other shit uh, and and laughing and and pretty much ignoring what we're supposed to talk about tonight because it gets a bit much, you know. However, there's things that are going on now. Uh, you know, the lockdowns happening in Sydney, um, lockdowns currently here in Brisbane. Uh, you know, it's it's verified there was choppers in the air in Western Sydney the other day, uh, warning people to stay inside. Um, they're literally walled off down there. Uh, at the moment, you know, well, for example, me and Pat don't live that far away from each other. Pat, and, and on another night, you just would have came out, or you know what I mean. And but we can't because we can't move more than ten k's from our house. Yeah. Um, and you know basically mandating quaxines um, for 80% of the population um, and having four phases in which to make that happen, it's, it's concerning. I'll be honest and say that I'm not worried about COVID at all. I don't think I'm going to catch it. I actually don't fucking know anyone who's caught it. Mm. Right? I'm actually not worried about the illness itself. And even if I did get it, I do my cardio. I take my fucking vitamins. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think none of us, you know, the, the reality is that 99.99 something percent of mm. blokes our age survive it, even if they notice that they've fucking got it, right? So what I am worried about is we have literally gone to war in this country and the only civil war we've ever had 
for less than what's going on right now. Okay. And I sort of said this in the post the other day, but I've got the Eureka Stockade flag out there in the uh, shed. And I'm from Ballarat. I grew up a stone's throw from where that happened. Now, they were after miners' rights. Basically, the Redcoats wanted them to keep a bit of paper license on, right? On them in Ballarat, where it's wet and cold and muddy. So their license would never stay good. So they'd keep it in a lock, a lock box in their tent. And the Redcoats would come and basically put them in manacles. What's the, the stockade? Like, you know, what's that thing where you put your head through and your arms through? All right. They would hang them through there if they didn't have their license. Hmm. Now, that caused what some would say a rebellion, which was the birthplace of the Australian spirit. It's also worth noting that no more, no more representatives from more countries have stood under a flag voluntarily against oppression than the Eureka Stockade flag. It's something like 52 or 53 countries. You used to go to Ballarat and there was a big round room and they had all the countries lined up all around the walls and it'd go top to bottom, massive round room. So, you know, what are we doing? You know, there's that we are one of the things that I went on a ride today, and one of the things that was really getting to me was the the snitch numbers, right? So every morning the health officer gives the numbers about how many people fucking snitched on their neighbors the day before. They're being promoted and encouraged to turn on their own. I I remember another regime that did that. You know, the, the, the echoes that we're facing and, yeah, I'm going to leave it there because that's a lot. Um, Pat, your, your first time, mate. You, what, what are your thoughts, bro? I think as a country as a whole, we're very, uh, very Aussie about it. We're very blasé about it. Mm. We always live by it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I think we're getting to a point now where it is what it is isn't really good enough now. Yeah. And I think as the days progress, more and more and more sheep leave the herd or the pack or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. They're, they're becoming wolves now mm-hmm. and they're starting to figure it out. It has taken a long time though, but the more people that sit in my chairs and things like that at the shop, mm-hmm. people are starting to get clued on. Uh, yeah, not look, as many as I would like. No, but, we're uh, still vastly outnumbered. We are. And, uh, yeah, look, the time, the time, look, I saw a meme the other day that I've kept and it just maybe you just reminded me there. The time for trying to wake the sheep up is over. It's time for the lions to get back together. You know what I mean? The, yeah. pride, the pride needs to get, to get together because, you know, yeah, I think people are waking up. This It doesn't make sense. It bloody smells. It always has. And from the start, like here's one that I reminded Kath of, uh, Remember the bodies in the street in China last year? Yeah. Mm. Remember that? What happened to that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what do we, what, you know, that was something that, because it, it all moves so fast now, right? Yeah. Um, That's and, to know, keep you distracted one yeah. thing after another. Absolutely. Bang, yeah. bang, bang. And yeah. Look, let's, they sold that part. So now they've got to sell the next part. That's right. And look, let's be honest, right? So I ran the numbers quickly. Um, you know, the press conference today in Brisbane. So what is it? It's the 3rd of August, just for everybody's concern. Oh, excuse me. Oh, Woody and Mr. Geddes are incoming in the next 10, 15 minutes or so. 
So 34,000 tests, 16 positive, right? So you do just do the maths, right? 34,000, you know, 1% of 34,000 is 340, right? We're talking of fractions of 1%. So that means, yeah, 34,000 tests, oh, 16 positive, we better be concerned. But 99 point something was like nine four or something percent tested negative. You know, it's like, oh, and my question is, what are we actually doing? You know what I mean? Like, it's fucking, it's unbelievable, man. Anyway, Daniel, what do you think, bro? So, pretty much all the people, a lot of people are waking up. I really believe that. I think a lot of countries are waking up too. Some people are in earlier stages than we are with rebelling against their government and they're having some wins. Yeah. Uh, like Denmark, for example, I've seen a, a video surface of Denmark, uh, a lady claiming that, um, you know, they've won, they've stopped the, the pass, the border pass, like their own version of that. They call it a, is it a green pass or something they're calling it? Yeah. Which is their right to, to travel and move around. Mm-hmm. So she's, this lady in Denmark is claiming that they've got rid of that because people stood out on the streets for nine days straight banging pots and pans. That was what everyone decided to come together and do. Um, we're in a lot earlier stage. Victoria was before the rest of Australia. Um, but we're all progressively going down the same track. Yeah. I'm meeting people, more and more people online that are, um, you know, waking up and, and people who I never thought were ever going to wake up and start asking questions are finally starting to do that. Yeah. Whether it's uh, actually against, you know, opposition to the government and how they're dealing with things or whether they're just frustrated at their own situation. Mm. But what I'm not seeing is when I go to the shops, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not checking in. I'm not doing any of that. Um, I haven't been, I've been really lucky. I haven't been questioned yet. People will look at you, but no one's like actually targeted me yet. Mm. But um, like, I still see so many people like in the shops that are just will look at you and they just don't look like they're even close to waking up. No, so look, I find that a little bit disheartening when yeah. I'm out and about. And yeah, personally, cool. I'm, I'm doing duck, dodge and dive in the shops to grab my stuff, man. I don't want to be in there any longer than yeah, I look, have to be. There, there's a couple of things to unpack there, mate. And I think it's they're, they're very worthy topics. Um, number one would be, yes, there are more people questioning, there are more people waking up and you should question. Because if you apply any level of critical thinking to what's going on, you run into pretty quickly what the fuck, you know what I mean? And that's, that's the reality behind it. And however, what, one of the disappointing things is that there is actually other people that I've seen that I thought were going to go the other way. You know what I mean? That I thought were more awake than they are. Mm. Um, you know, I think, yep. you know, the, yeah, I've seen that too. The, the blind compliance um, is probably one of the things that's really disappointed me uh, in, in a lot of ways. You know, and, I, and the thing is, though, I get it. I understand people are complying because they want it to end. What they don't understand, though, is that this, this has happened before. This has always happened before. If you continue to comply, it will never end. 
You know what I mean? Like how many different variants have we got of this stupid fucking thing now? And there's another one coming as well, the Lambda or some shit. Um, you know, the Timbuktu fucking variant, whatever the fucking next one is. <laughs> oh, is it not Delta variant? It's Delta Plus now. <laughs> Fuck it out. Super Delta. Super Delta yeah, Plus Super awesomeness. Delta. Yeah, because Delta is not scary enough. No. What well, happened? How many? Who do you think of when you hear the name Delta? Yeah. <laughs> but how many? But how many variants came before this? There was the South African variant and the fucking South American one and UK. the Indian one. Oh, look at that, they're Mr. Gettys. Mr. Gettys is joining the party. Um, they're just looking for the sexiest one, mate. Well, they're looking for the one that's going to yeah. provide the correct fear response, mate. That's right. They're trying I've to find. The- I can't believe how fast it goes, though. Supposedly. You yeah, supposedly. I mean? there's, a, there's a new flavor every seven days. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, it, but you know, supposedly, yeah, there's a new flavor every seven days. I mean, who fuck it? Like, yeah, look, let's, um, <laughs> there's Mr. <laughs> Geddes. <laughs> hey, mate, hey, how you going, man? Good to I'm see you, brother. Well. How you doing? Oh, man, we're in, we're in the rabbit hole, mate. So welcome. <laughs> uh, welcome. Meet, uh, meet Pat and Daniel. How you going, lads? Hey, hey mate. How are you? Good. Look, we were just we, we we're just having a bit of a discussion, uh, obviously about the current situations and the events going on. Um, you know, we, we were we were having a discussion about people awakening, uh, and then some people you thought would be awake that aren't, uh, and just the fact that if you apply any level of critical thinking to this, it's total fucking bullshit. Um, you know, I think I find you know a couple of things. So I, I want to discuss the masks. Like I've very rarely worn a mask uh, at the moment. I'm wearing a buff, okay, which covers the entire of my top half of my face, right? Well, let's be honest. It seals better than the fucking bullshit things that, you know, people buy off the Facebook lady for five fucking dollars, right? Yeah. Um, and I think there's a few things there. So I had, I had a couple of experiences that I'd like to share surrounding um, masks. One day when I was wearing one, I chose to wear one into the chemist, a buff again, uh, and another day that I wasn't. And I wore one into the chemist and basically everybody's so fearful. I think the energy in these spaces when you go into them is very, very bad. Like everybody's like, you know, everyone's a bit fucking twitchy, right? And this, this poor old lady who was wearing a mask as well, and she was like 130 in the shade. There's no way she should have been wearing a mask. She would have struggled mm-hmm. to breathe enough as it is, right? Anyway, because she's probably struggling to breathe, she dropped all her shit on the floor, right? So me being me, I bent down and I helped her out and I picked her up. I picked it up, didn't pick her up, picked all the stuff up. And then um, basically it was this weird moment where I went to smile at her for helping her. And I realized that it didn't matter whether I did or not because we can't actually see each other. How much communication is done using the bottom half of your face? Right. And the second example I've got is one day I wasn't wearing a mask and there was this young fellow who was about two or three in, in the trolley, inquisitive little fella. And I was walking around and he was, he had this look of bemused, confused, like he wasn't quite sure, looking around at everybody with their masks on, right? And then I walked up the aisle, not wearing one, and he beelined for me. Right, he looked straight at me and he smiled the biggest smile. He's like, "Thank God, there's somebody here." 
right? Who's actually a person, you know what I mean? And then he sort of smiled at me and he's sort of looking around like you could almost, if he could, he would have said, what the fuck, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) And what are we doing, right? My seven-year-old is asking for a mask. Yeah. They don't want to be left out. No, it's be, it has become, uh, well, it's virtue signaling. I said so, I said this one on a podcast recently, I think my unsupervised one, where I was traveling somewhere in towards the city of Brisbane. This is before we got, you know, we, before we could move more than 10 Ks away from our own fucking house. Uh, and there was someone in the middle of the park with a mask on. Now you're just fucking virtue signaling then, aren't you? Or, or, or is, it, is, is the level of brainwashing so complete that those people believe they're doing the right thing. What do you reckon, Neil? You, you just joined in. Mate, I, uh, I actually, I carry a mask purely because I'm just sick of dealing with the shit. I don't throw it on unless I sort of get to a point where I have to. But um, the weekend just gone, my car broke down in the middle of butt fuck nowhere. And yeah. I ended up having to get it towed. Now, I spent half my day sitting in the fucking sun with three kids waiting for my car to get towed. And when the car got towed, my masks were inside it. Now, I went into a service station to get some fucking hydration for my kids. Yep. And I didn't have a mask. And there was about five or six people in there. And you'd swear to God, I just raped a child. I, yeah. I, I almost got lynched. I had everybody in the store. So this was uh, the day of the Brisbane lockdown kicking off. Um, yep. It was just after lockdown commenced. And literally everybody in there turned on me and started hurling abuse at me. Really I'm trying to pay for fucking drinks. I've just gotten out of the fridge and a dude gets right up in my face and says, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, I'm trying to get some drinks. And he's like, where's your mask? I'm like, I haven't got one. He goes, well, you shouldn't fucking be in here then. Should you? And he's like, literally trying to walk me backwards towards the door. So it's at a point now where this is the beginning. You look at the, the freedom protest. You look at, this is just the beginning. I fit my personal opinions. I feel like we are on the brink of civil war inside of Australia with the division between the vaxxers and the anti-vaxxers, the masks and the anti-masks. And with each round of lockdowns, people are getting a little bit more hostile and people Mm -hmm. are getting more firmly rooted in whichever side of the fence that they're sitting on. And the tolerance of the other side of the fence is getting smaller and smaller and fucking smaller. And it's only a matter of time till that fucking, till that stove boils. But what's interesting though, mate, is that I don't, I, I, I give a f- you want to get the quack scene? Fine. Do whatever the fuck you want, right? You want to wear a mask? Do whatever the fuck you want. However, I could supply you with half a dozen Harvard, Oxford, like fucking high university studies saying the mask that we're using, these bits of... If I see another fucking bedazzled mask, I'm going to go off my fucking nut. <laughs> right? <laughs> Honestly. I the, truth, the, the problem, Truth, is this new four-stage four fucking plan that ScoMo is rolling out it literally creates division. It is, yeah, it is absolutely. by yep. design creating division. because well, phase one works, is called it, suppression. It is. Mm. Well, the way that it works is it's based off of both national and state percentages. So people need to hit a certain percentage in order to progress through the stages. Yeah. So what's going to happen is when this state hits their target and this hate state hits their target, but this one doesn't, anybody inside of that state who hasn't vaccinated or isn't mm-hmm. fucking wearing their mask, mm-hmm. you're going to become a pariah. Mm. And people will turn on you because they believe that if they can get hit this magical number of vaccinations, all of a sudden, all our civil, mm. li- our civil liberties will be returned. Everything will just mm. magically go back to the way it was if we hit this fucking magical number. Mm. Number one, the numbers are going to be near on impossible to fucking 
this is Australia. You can you can't make people do what they want uh, what they don't want to do in Australia at the mm. best of times, let alone at a time with something as sensitive as this. Mm-hmm. And as we start to get to a point where we're not hitting those numbers, the people who are vaccinated are going to start to fucking turn on the people who are vaccinated. Mm. On top of that, as we progress further along this four stage system, what's going to happen? is the people who aren't getting vaccinated, even though it's your choice not to, mm-hmm. you're going to slowly have your civil liberties stripped off of you till you eventually, you know, this you won't be able to leave your house. Yeah, well, that, that's that's what I vaccinated. said. Well, that's what I said the other day. Like, I as soon as I said oh, I was not allowed past 10 k's past my house, I think you might, I might have seen the post. I, I fucking, the bike, the bike yeah, wheel. Yeah, my bike yeah. wheel. I rode 10 k's from my house. And it's yep. like, the reality is, and you're right, This for each phase, and look, under the first phase just so everybody's very clear, they called it the suppression phase, mm-hmm. right? It's not even, they're not even hiding it, right? It is literally suppression, okay? Um, and if we choose not to get the vaccine, I may not be able to ride further than 10K from my house or go further than 10K from my house. Yeah, now that- I mentioned that on the news the other night. They were saying that people that have been vaccinated, they'll get special exemptions to do certain things at certain mm-hmm. times. Yeah. But that's that's already the start of the control. Yeah, you know well, we're going to take shit away from you until you do what we say. Mm. Well, I mean, exactly. I mean, and and the farce of um, the three day snap lockdown at the end of June, so they could reinstate the emergency powers. I mean, are you fucking serious? Like, you know, and do you know what they're trying to do? They're trying to push through Parliament to have state of emergency till the end of next year. I'll get it. They probably it. fucking will, right? Yeah. And yeah. It, we, we people like it was slowly done, you know what I mean? But it's, we've been set up for this for a while, yeah. But it was slowly oh, yeah. done, slowly, they slowly, tried slowly. It. They tried it with the swine flu. Yeah, swine flu, bird out. flu. Yeah, it, no, no they, one, no one fucking got a hard. They tried on it swine eleven years ago. Mm. They tried it eleven years ago, and. Um, Bill Gates and his crew, people in the World Health Organization that were involved, they tried to declare it was a pandemic. Mm, I do remember that. that was that the bird? Was then. that the swine? I remember that it was the bird. Swine, or the it swine. was the swine flu. Yeah. And, you know, but it, they never shut down the ECA or anything. The no. whole reason why nothing shut down because there's this European human rights watchdog called PACE, P A C E. And, God only knows where the fuck they are now. Like probably they've all been replaced. Um, but um, those guys shut down, shut it down. It was written in an article in the Guardian that I read about them trying to put on the biggest hoax in history, basically, with this swine flu fake pandemic. Mm. They wrote articles about it. But now it's happening. Like nobody remembers. They had to wait long enough to try it again. They're very patient. History keeps repeating itself, though. Mm, I mean, yeah. uh, Triff, you're a bit of a you're a bit of a history buff, mate. Are you familiar with the uh, the the Reichstag fire decree? Yes. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. Well, that was a false flag just to start with, right? Hitler burned down. Hitler burned his own building down, and yep. then and then blamed the opposition, and then took control through emergency powers. Yeah, so 28 February 1933, they brought in the Reichstag fire decree and that basically gave them the right to nullify all civil liberties of anybody that they deemed were against the German regime or the Nazi regime. And it took away basically all the liberties. It took away publication rights. So if you look at it in modern times, 
people who are speaking out against the vaccine, people who are speaking out against COVID, people who are speaking out against masks, mm. they're just being silenced. They're just being gagged. They're getting their social yeah. media mm. accounts cut. Yeah. And these are people who have millions and millions of followers just being cut. Yeah. This is, and it's like, there are people who are being burnt alive for publicly saying this, but what mm. is happening now is almost an exact replica. It is. Nazi Germany didn't start with gas chambers. It no, started no. with removing civil liberties and turning people against each other. So by the time they started to take the Jews down, mm. nobody said a fucking thing because there was already a massive divide. Exactly. It was already, it was already well done. I mean, we, yeah, we spoke about that before you come on, mate. How, you know, in the, in the morning press briefing, one of the numbers we get is how many people snitched the day before. <laughs> no shit. Mm. That's what happened today. They're every it's going up every day because they're getting recognized on television. Right? You know, like stitch, snitches get stitches, man. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> is, does anyone not remember that? But Nobody cares anymore though. No. There's no repercussions. No, but it, and this is the and it's 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 almost like you know, there's a giant fucking white tiger in the room, in every room, in every home across Australia. And no one wants to fucking talk about it, right? I know that I've talked with you about it offline, Neil. You know, I know I've probably talked about it in the chair with you, Pat, and you, Daniel. We are living in prophetic times. We are being tested, right? What we do or not do over the next little while will be researched by our children's children's children. And Mm. we are, and no one wants to think about that, right? And it's interesting because for years we're like, yeah, we're going to be the ones. Yeah, we're going to be the ones. It's going to happen in our generation. I'm sure every generation thinks that. Well, guess what? We are the ones. We are the ones, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and you are totally right, Neil. The fact that, you know, you, you brush up a bit against certain topics on social media, I mean, but the manipulation is so clear. Like you want to have a quick chat about social media. A year ago, if you said that the fucking fluke, that the, the bloody bullshit come out of the Wuhan lab, you would taken off every social media platform on the planet. Yeah. Now it's pretty mm. much a given that that's where it came from, right? Yeah. And it's totally fine now, you know? And it's like, I've also noticed that over the last little while, like the news did have some uh, adverse vaccine reaction uh, news. Not anymore. Not anymore. No way, right? Well, the other big thing that they're keeping under wraps is uh, the Australian Bureau of Statistics have wiped all suicide figures. It's been removed. You Google suicide statistics for 2020. Yeah, you can't find it. You can't find it. Yeah, you can't find it. Yeah, you can't find it. For mental health and suicide have been taken away. Yeah, because what that would prove, you know, well, I think I did the post the other day. Like, I've got it on pretty good sources that it's like over 70 now in the current lockdown in Sydney. Yeah. And there was three that were directly connected to to a motormine. Yeah. Right? You know, and it's like you talk about talk about the vaccine. We literally know, like, you know, family of ours, his auntie, it was an older lady, look, for sure. She had comorbidity. She would, however, to that to the day that she had the vaccine, it was under control and she was perfectly fine for, for her state. Takes a vaccine, two hours later, she's fucking dead. Right. Actually, I actually met a guy just uh, the other week. Um, so same thing. He was actually fit and healthy, and he had to have the vaccine for work. No jab, mm. no work. Mm. He got his vaccine and got clots in his legs. Last I saw him, he was in a wheelchair. And of course, there's you know, it's just coincidence. Uh, yeah. And then because he can't work because he's fucking in a wheelchair now, he lost his job. So he got the jab, got blood clots, unrelated to the jab, and now he's in a wheelchair, fucking waiting on waiting on a fucking second round of surgery, and he lost his job as a result of it. Well, how's this? Well, and and so. 
another close mate of another another close mate and fellow coder as well. His sister, I think she's I think same thing, no jab, no work, took it and practically had a heart attack. Was on blood thinners, still is on blood thinners. Um, you know, and then we know, like uh, you know, through through some of Cass contacts, we also know of women who were trying to have babies, yeah. took the vaccine, and they stopped mm-hmm. ovulating and haven't started again since taking the vaccine. Now these are women that have been trying to have babies for years, like on IVF and all this sort of stuff. Well, look how long thalidomide took. You know, before they started to realise that thalidomide was fucking causing all the birth defects. It's this is still untested when it comes to birth defects. We haven't been vaccinating for nine months yet, so it'll be interesting to see what flow-on effects we get from that. And people might go, "Oh, that's a bit far-fetched," but you know, thalidomide's a fucking perfect example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the reality behind this is, we we talk about emergency powers. I think the TGA is pushing through the AstraZeneca vaccine, which is like the the worst one of the lot but anyway um and australia's just been given all of america's doses because they don't want it so it's just ah, wah, 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 for fucking uh, for america again um but i think the tga is trying to approve it but the reality is it can only be given under emergency power because it is not an approved medicine yet mm. right that's that yeah. that hasn't changed that that is exactly what it is right not that it matters because the pharmaceutical companies have immunity anyway, so they can do whatever the fuck they want. Was that one of the, and see, it's these, it's the little things they slip in that no one fucking really talks about. And the a last lot of the time, mo- sorry, you're right, mate. I'll let the you last, talk. Yeah, you okay. go, mate. The last time I looked on the TGA website looking at like deaths from the vaccine, they listed mm. six, but see, they're only listing vaccine deaths. It's only a vaccine death. It pretty much if they die straight away. If they die three weeks later, no matter how many problems they've been having, they go, that's a coincidence. And it doesn't go on the TGA website, doesn't get marked down as a vaccination death. Mm. So they're not even being recorded properly. Mm. Well, I mean, we know a lady that had it four weeks ago and has never had a blood clot issue in her life and now she's got blood clots. But it's Mm. not to do with the vaccine. She could die two years from now. They're not going to call it a vaccination death. No. And, and look, I think one of the most disgusting things that one of the really concerned me is when buddy old Scotty from marketing indemnified all the pharmaceutical companies, all the doctors, anyone that gives you a vaccine, you can't do anything about it regardless of the side effects you get. Hmm. Like that is. You might get a free donor. Well, well, it's a free donor. <laughs> do you know what's, do you know what's bloody hilarious? It's bloody one. hilarious. I haven't heard of it. Like you would ne- you wouldn't actually think that in this country, we've got two major parties. Um, but Albanese fucking pop, popped his head out of ScoMo's ass today and said, oh, we're going to give everyone 300 bucks if they get the vaccine. I saw that. Oh, right? fuck it, I'm in. No. <laughs> right? Imagine how many donuts you could buy with that. Yeah, oh, imagine, that's a lot of fucking Krispy Kreme, isn't it? A lot of fucking imagine the donuts, right? I mean, if we are, if that's what it takes, okay, we'll give you $300. If you take a needle of poison, right? Mm. And it, and what's interesting is it, see how stupid people are. Well, but you got to dangle a carrot in front of the horse. You know, you, you could just the, opt for another carrot. horse. It's the, the carrot. Thing is, it's not that stupid because right now, because of the lockdown, absolutely. Who's going to take three hundred bucks? Exactly. Oh, yeah. People are fucking hurting financially, like yeah. worse than they've hurt in their lives. You know, exactly, we haven't. Yeah. You know, people haven't been hurting this bad since the recession that Australia had to have. You know. Yeah. 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 Um, 
you know, homeless rates are through the roof. Suicide rates are through the roof. Yeah. People are losing jobs left, right and centre. Small businesses are going under by the thousands. Who's not going to take 300 bucks if they've got kids to feed? Yeah. Well, I'm just going to read something that I saved, that I found tonight that I saved. This is from news.com. City, City of Sydney Councillor Angela Vithulkas, it's a good wog name there, mate, uh, told 2JB host Ben Fordham on Wednesday morning she was getting calls every day from business owners, particularly in the CBD, who telling me they aren't ready to end their lives because they can't, they're ready to end their lives because they can't find a way out of this. Their debt has increased between 100 and 300 grand in the last 18 months, and they will never crawl out from under this ridiculous approach to the pandemic. I don't know what to do either. How do I somewhat tell someone don't commit suicide and end your life when there's nothing for them and their families to look forward to? This is the situation, right? You know, Teddy, what do you fucking say about that? You know, like it is what that's, that's what's happening. How many people, you know, the amount of chefs and all the people guys that I trained last year that were like, I trained a Michelin chef in logistics last year. You know what I mean? I trained it. I actually, the last course that I did with the, the, with the company that I was with, there was a seven, five, seven pilot in the class learning cert three logistics. Fuck. One day you're on 300,000 bucks a year. The next day you're fucking learning driving, to drive a forklift. Driving a fucking forklift. Yeah. Um, you know, like if, how do we, how do we even start to approach this stuff? And as you say, I actually tried to look up the suicide records the other day because I was curious as to what the numbers were and the video statistics have taken them down. Is that what you're saying, Neil? I'm not sure. Like, I'm not going to, you, can, you know, just can't find tin, it. I'm not going to throw my tinfoil hat on, but it is something that, you know, with uh, the nature of black dog and that, that it's something that I've kept an eye on, but yeah. I can't find anything. There's nothing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've seen a few little snippets that people have found, but they're from, you know, highly reliable sources like fucking news.com and stuff like that. But you know, even the Australian Bureau of Statistics. You can't find it. Yeah. If you, if you, if you, any reference of suicides have been taken down, it's all gone. Well, I just to add to that, I, I use DuckDuckGo as well. So I was using Google and I thought, Mm. oh, well, you know, Google's Google now, but I use DuckDuckGo as well to try and find the numbers. Still couldn't. Right. Um, You know, it's got to be higher. You know, if we, if we're talking, 2019, it was three to four thousand every year, um, and that's in the good times, right? Yep. You know, I think we've all had our own mental struggles throughout the last eighteen months. I know I have. I know, you know, I know, yep. you know, like it's not been easy. No. You know, it's it's been totally fucked. Um, to be perfectly honest, and I think it's it's been interesting. This one, like I've just been driven to train. I'm training pretty much every day. I don't know what else to do apart from just fucking. Mm. It's, yeah. it's, it's dividing families and friends as well. There's entire families and friend and like networks of people who are being ripped apart by the division inside of this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, I've seen families, you know what I mean? It's like, you can see the families and three are wearing a mask and two aren't. I'm like, that must be an interesting conversation, you know, like, mm. um, you know, and look, just to finish with the mask thing, wear a fucking mask if you want. However, if we're going to pretend that anything apart from an N95 fully sealed fucking face mask, that's pretty much the only thing that's useful, right? And the people mm. will go, the people will go, oh, well, that flu's been down this year. I had a bit of a think about this. So number one, I don't know whether your kids got it, Pat and Daniel and Neil, there was the RSV, the respiratory system virus that went through basically the entire East Coast of Australia earlier this year. 
Um, the rhino virus? Yeah, yeah, the the, the RSV virus. Yeah, yeah. it comes uh, every year. Yeah, it comes it's every year, every right? Year. Every year. I get, like I that literally, yeah, yeah, that literally shut down the primary school and the high school here in, in Fernvale, right? Because uh, that's how many students were missing. That's how many people were sick. Now, that's hundreds, if not thousands, in the local community. And I know talking to teachers and stuff down the East Coast, it was flying down the East Coast, right? And RSV kills children. It's been known to kill children. It's a, it's a respiratory virus that if it gets into small enough children that it, you know, their immune systems are compromised, it will kill them, right? Yeah. So that, I know that there'd be, there was at least thousands of cases of that, okay? Um, barely made the news. Apparently, it made the news one night, apparently, right? But again, I was thinking about the flu and, and why would people not report to get the flu? Well, do you want a fucking thing shoved up your nose and touch your fucking brain or are you just going to go and get some fucking codril and, and tough it out? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Sweat people, it out. Yeah. Like <laughs> people probably have just dealt with it. You know what yeah. I mean? This year as opposed to because if you've got to go to the doctor, they're going to shove something up your nose and touch your brain. You know, <laughs> like, your blood, your blood brain barrier. Yeah. Like how most of us have the coronavirus. Well, I wonder. I I wonder about that. I wonder about that. Fix it right up. You know what I mean? Yeah. We mentioned that the guy who invented the PCR testing was the first person to say that it's ineffective for testing for COVID. Yeah, it's total bullshit. The guy who invented it has invented the testing, said it is ineffective for testing COVID. Yeah. And now he's been silenced. Yeah. His stuff literally got taken off YouTube. Yeah, everything he's, he's been shut he down. He died. He died. Did he die? Of oh, did he? The guy who created the PCR test was taken out. Is he dead? Is that true? Pretty sure. I'm going to do a How quick How do you not know here. that? How do you not know <laughs> that? Check. Yeah, good, good, you, better. Good, you better. Good Google that stuff. But look, <laughs> dude, no, look, whether he's whether he's reliable. I've seen it on a Facebook meme. It could be true. Check it out. Facebook meme has got to be true. It's in the like Pat said before. It's in the scripture. But um, I died August seventh, twenty nineteen. Yeah, really. I thought that's when it. That's when he first came out with it. He got. He died straight after. Yeah, I remember it happening then. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Don't confuse me. Don't make me second guess myself. (laughs) (laughs) But who else? You know who else is dead? The five. There's five presidents who are saying no, thank you, no, thank you. This COVID game is bullshit. Don't want to play your games. They're gone too. But if you look them up, like one of them is the president of, is it Tan, Tanzania? The guy who tested the pawpaw and the goat. And yeah, yeah, he tested the goat. Test yeah. positive, right? Mm. Uh, using their PCR test from, that they got from China given to them. Mm. And uh, like for us to go out and grab a test, we can't just do that. You have to go through a doctor. But um, he was a president. He got his own tests. And tested these things, and they're all like positive. It's like, what the hell? You know, mm-hmm. how's a poor poor test positive? Like, they gave these the poor poor a name, you know, like Barry Smith or whatever. Yeah, they yeah. they wrote down fake ages, fake alias, whole works. Well, that guy got, um, you know, got silenced in the ultimate way. And there's four others names I have trouble pronouncing some of them. I've got but, it here. I was, I'm was. i trying to find it. I've got it here somewhere. Yeah. The four or five presidents that were saying no to the COVID vaccine. One of them, they tried to say died of a heart attack. Yeah, one had a heart attack. One 
was assassinated, one was almost assassinated mm-hmm. and was on the run. And then, like, within two weeks of them vacating office, uh, the good old fucking US of A come in and save the day mm-hmm. with the vaccine. And yeah, it the, never the, made... The, it See, never the, made the mainstream news. Yeah, the and Hercules they just re- were in the air, They mate, just replaced them. They just replaced the leaders. It yep. wasn't on mainstream yeah, I media. I didn't know. I didn't know any of that. Yeah. yeah you yeah, can't yeah. know everything. There's you can't. so much There's to so bloody much, know. Man. Look, I think that, that that's probably not a, a worthy topic as well. Like the, the divisiveness, you know, we, we all know that our news feeds and our Facebook feeds and our YouTube feeds and everything else like that works on an algorithm that feeds us what we want to see. So it, it is interesting that, um, you know, I've had interesting conversations, oppositional conversations with people and, um, you know, it, it became clear that their news source is different from my news source or different from the information that I'm getting. And, there is a bit of, you know, it's, it's hard not to be that, you know, Neil brushed on it earlier that the, the teams are forming, you know, and I really want to try and remain neutral and open to perspective. However, you know, the bullshit's mounting as far as I can see, but it's interesting how successful the propaganda is maybe on either, either end um, for both of these sides, isn't it? You know, like, I'd say that the uh, the propaganda is uh, more in favour of the vaccine and of wearing masks because sure. if you speak out against it, you know that's they're the people you don't see people who are speaking out for it getting yeah. their accounts shut down. The only people who get their accounts shut down and the only people mm-hmm. who get banned are people who speak against it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, look, that is true. So it is it is it is definitely one way. And I well, you Actually, Alan Jones is pretty good, man. I wouldn't think I'd agree with that old bastard, but he's given it to him. Like it was until he got shut down. Sky News got banned by YouTube. Yeah, I heard. Did that. it really? Yeah. Did yeah, they yeah. shut him down? So they shut. Yep, YouTube have shut there down. You fucking go. There you fucking go. Some yeah, bloke- Sky News is still promoting the vaccine. Some of them though, they they're encouraging people to go and get it. Mm. Yeah, no, honestly, magazines like honestly, teenage magazines, yeah. things like that. There was a story that uh, Teenage Vogue was telling uh, they had a list of conspiracies, and the last one was the COVID thing, and they just shut it completely down. Told them, you know, if you know what's best for you as a young teenager, go get the vaccine. Don't listen to this mm-hmm. and don't listen to that. And yeah. that's like for fourteen-year-olds, fifteen-year-olds, you know. And I think we're brushing up against things here, boys. You know, we talk about you know, suppression of knowledge, right, mm-hmm. is one of the keys to this control. And it, it's like, it, it's, you know, it's like any time there, any time there's any topic that can't be talked about, then that's probably the one that needs to be fucking talked about, right? There should be, you know, and, you know, I was, uh, before you jumped on, Neil, I was referencing the Eureka Stockade and the miners' rights down there in Ballarat, you know? Yep. And, We've actually gone past the amount of things that we probably should have stood up for already. Oh, and, well, you know, um, and oh, man, like, fuck. It's, it's interesting where your head goes. You know what I mean? I've been having conversations, obviously, away, you know, and it's interesting, like, who's more conscious of these things now? I am. Mm. I've always been oh, yeah. Right, I'm more conscious that this thing's listening. Right, yeah, being, 
being the conspiracy nut that I am, I'm kidding. But um, yeah, I've been wary of it for he's a long not, time. He's not kidding. <laughs> not kidding. But I've been aware of it for a long time. Yeah. yeah. I've never been concerned about the mic, but mostly social media, Facebook, things like that. You know, sometimes I choose to maybe delete something I'm about to post. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I write it status, I read it. Yeah, no, nah, better not. You know what I mean? Actually, they just shut everybody down. I don't post anything to do with COVID on. No. I try not to comment, and I don't post. So if you look at my feed, it's all just. I try to keep it positive and just good stuff that's going on in my life and chit chat. Like I try to steer away from it. Yeah, I find myself more and more trying to pull back from these conversations with people because it's all consuming. It's everything. Every time you catch up with somebody, it's COVID conspiracies. And it's, you know, I've got friends who I'm really good friends with and they're on the opposite side of the fence. And I, I respect their view and that's 100% fine. But it's like you catch up and it's just, there's that brick wall of conversation every time. And I'm finding that every conversation, I go to the fucking dog park and a complete stranger, before you talk about the weather and, you know, what do you do for work? How are you going now? It's COVID. Boom. Straight out the gate every time. And I find myself actually pulling more and more away from it now and trying to pull away from conversation with it because I'm just fucking sick of it but is but is that if, if you're running a propaganda pet campaign is not that part of the campaign as well you know what i mean just push it to the point where they can't fucking take it anymore yeah you know um it's all right when you meet like-minded people and you get to have that frustrated rant yeah you know especially me as a barber everyone that sits in the chair is fucking over it <laughs> yeah. and yeah. it's the only thing we talk about and how much they hate it and you know mm. i guess because you know you're not going to run into people who are like yourself all the time. Mm. So mm. when you got that that rant, that freedom, I think that's good for people. Well, what you, that's actually that's a fair question there, Pat. Because you are, you know, Pat is Pat's my barber. He's the fucking best barber. Go and see him at at, at Red Bank when you can get in there. Oh, cheers, mate. I oh, know he's good, man. He's good. <laughs> uh, what is the what do you feel if you you know what is the general feel? Because I mean, as that position in 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 within life, everyone rants to the barber. You know what I mean? If you can get along with the barber who's cutting your hair, you'll generally yeah. have a rant. So what what would you say is the general feeling or you know what I mean? What what's your take as far as observing that? Because I know you're also an observer as well, you know? Yeah. It's mostly frustration. It's frustration of the hypocrisy and the double standard of all these rules. Yeah. That don't make sense. You know, the uh let's have a hundred people at a wedding but only 20 years can dance at any given mm-hmm. time. Like you're in the same fucking room. Like, what's the difference? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like the mask. Yeah, people... game, but five thousand can't go to a concert. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Could that's some right. checkout chick please touch all of my groceries before me <laughs> putting them in my own fucking bag? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't put them in the bag because I don't want to touch it. But you touched it to scan it, you dumb bitch. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> well, pretty much. Yeah, and and then and then you like point that out to them. You're like, what? What? Yeah. I think what's oh. going to happen though, boys, is that feeling of frustration. And look, for a lot of people, you know, like. I haven't f- met anyone super aggressive about it yet. Yeah. People are still yeah. like, yeah, it is. Well, it's nice to meet you, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that frustration, as Neil said earlier, it's going to be. I've used the frog boiling analogy a few times. Yeah, yeah me too. Did you steal that off me, Trev? It's or a did science I get exper- that off you? You probably or, got it off me, we, let's be honest. Or are we linked telepathically? <laughs> We're not linked telepathically. I don't want to sure? be... I don't want to be... That, a only, that only happens after you've had the vaccine. 
Yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, <laughs> 5G. 5G to <laughs> connect to your body. <laughs> oh, God. I still wouldn't do it. I don't want to be inside that bloke's head. Who the fucking knows oh. what's in there? No, yeah. but um, look, the frog boiler. You might boiler... Get become enlightened. So, yeah, tell us your frog story. <laughs> <laughs> the frog boiling analogy is an excellent one. And that's basically for everyone and anyone that doesn't know is that they basically put a, a frog in a, in a, in a pot of water and slowly turn the temperature up on it until it boiled to death. And it didn't even fucking realize. Mm. I think every time that something happens, um, that's the temperature just being turned up a little bit. Yeah. It's just, and it's yeah. just been constantly turned up. You know, I've, I've got a question though, and it's a genuine question. So the, the, the lockdowns in Sydney are pretty much, um, martial law, right? Let's, let's be honest about that. Um, and the military is engaged in putting the vaccines out. That's no joke, right? Um, Scott, old ScoMo engaged the military. Yet mm. the cases continue to rise. So if the title of the lockdown gets and the cases continue to rise, at what fucking point does the lockdown not work? You know what I mean? Like, And that's a genuine question because we've got the same thing here in Queensland. Every day there's been more cases. Mate, I reckon we're going to be locked down for about a month. Oh, easy. Yeah, yeah. We're not we're not getting out of this nah, the whole of August, I'd say. I'd be I'd be um yeah, I would hazard a guess. But I mean Well, they rolled out those payments here in Queensland. I don't think they would have rolled those out if they thought it was only going to be a week. That's right. Well, we got it was interesting. It was something they were expecting many weeks to come. We got we got homeschooling for the next two weeks on Monday. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. Well, why have you even just my, my... My sister's a teacher. They're already getting emails a couple of days beforehand, prepping themselves so they could do like video classes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's emails from the you know uh, education department. Well, that what? actually that actually brings up another really good point. It's like we're focused on the now. What yeah. about the next generation? The generation of kids that spot on masks are normal where forced mm. vaccinations are normal where vaccination passports are normal where half homeschooling half schooling is normal yeah what, what happens in the next generation assuming we make it that fucking far mm. what happens to the next generation that's the well, that's kids, well these kids now are already nearly two years behind in proper education yes that's right compared yeah. to like our generation yeah mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All, all, all the years been broken up constantly. Home, this, them, Which there. is really embarrassing because I think my 10-year-old daughter is probably still smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. No, but, no, no surprises there, mate. But speaking, uh, bridge, bridging those two things, though, um, my 10-year-old daughter, we're having this movie night. We can't go out to the cinema. So we did a little bit of role play in the house and set up like this, you know, movie and some extra lighting and the kids went to a bit of trouble for this, set up a little buffet, food on the table, you know, chocolate, like a candy bar sort of thing, popcorn. Um, And it was a lot of fun. And then my little girl pulls out this piece of paper and she's ready to sign us all in. Like, like, you know, we got to scan in. Yeah. Mm. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, no, we, we don't have to do that. We can leave that bit out. Yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah. they say my seven-year-old's asking me, you know, when can she get her own mask? Um, yeah. And she's in fear of the corona. Same. My daughter's the same. Right. She's asking me why I'm not wearing a mask. Everyone else is wearing a mask, Dad. Yeah. Like, you know, you're standing out. Mm. I'm like, 
well, just trust my leadership, honey. <laughs> I'm not going to, I don't want to do anything like when my kids are there that are going to get myself into trouble where I can't like look after them. Like, you know, when police get involved, it gets complicated. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I am a little bit, I'm a lot more bold on my own, but I don't really want to upset them, but I kind of want to stand my ground. Well, I actually had, I actually, here's, here's a weird thought that I had the other day and it was a, it, it was prompted by a young couple walking outside by themselves 50 meters from anyone else with masks on. And, um, I thought in the years to come, part of the dating ritual will be removing the mask. <laughs> like that's what it'll be Does that become before or after you fucking check in on the consent app that's right mm. yeah that's <laughs> right you know and well, my my son's three years old he's seen me with a mask here and there for the last two years yeah you know you know two-thirds mm. of his life has just been masks yeah, yeah. I put on, if i drop him off to school he doesn't even flinch he's not like hey dad what's what's that yeah he just looks at me like every other day yeah, yeah, and it's be, it, 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 but the I, I said before, um, you know, before Neil jumped on, you know, I, I understand to a point why people are complacent. Oh, sorry, compliant. Well, they are complacent as well, but they're compliant. Yeah. I do understand why people are compliant, they want it to end, but it's because of their compliance that it won't end, right? Mm. If you think at the end of whatever phase four is, and it's kind of a little scary to think about what ScoMo thinks phase four is, okay. It really is. If you think at the end of that, it's going to go back to January 2020. It's fucking not, right? No, no we've way. done we've done irreparable damage. Let's talk about the children. If it's about the children, irreparable damage. Like this, this will be uh, scarred on their lives forever now, right? Yeah, and. I suppose, you know, it's a, you got to talk about where's the line, right? Because that's how they, you know, look, you know, we've all got kids, okay? So it's like, do you face becoming a pariah, right? What's worth what? I think that's that, where it'll end up. That's exactly what, that's the whole, that's the whole design of the four stage plan. You may as well be wearing a yellow star by the time, if you're not vaccinated in stage four, you may as well be wearing a yellow star. That's right. You may as well have it tattooed on your forehead, right? Yeah. Um, and that is like, I think I, I'm not, I think I said before, I'm not, if I, I don't think I'm going to get COVID number one at all. I don't think so. And if I do, I take my vitamins, I do my cardio, I get out in the sun, right? I, I it, it's like a 99.999 something bullshit percentage. If any one of us got it of surviving it, if we even fucking knew we had it in the first place. What I am worried about is our rights and freedoms that literally our forefathers bled and died for being taken away because that's what's happening. People don't want to talk about it, but that's what's fucking happening. And, you know, I don't know, where, where's the line? You there know? is no line. There just is no line at the moment. This is all fucking, it's all in free fall. Yeah, basically the line, the lines where people decide to draw it, and right now people are fucking more interested in complying because they believe they'll get their civil liberties back than they are in drawing a line in the sand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's like you know, no one ever gets their civil liberties back, right? 
that they will never give you back 100% of your fucking civil, civil liberties, right? They never will. Never happened. Never happened. Never it will happen. It would be the first in history, wouldn't it? That's right. Yeah. right? And people don't, um, you know, a couple of things. There's a couple of, I'm, I'm a bit of a meme collector, okay? The government now decides who breathes fresh air, who can travel and who's allowed to work. If you read any history books, this only ends one way if the public does not awaken. It's best people write a different ending before the regular ending comes to pass. Like that is true, right? There's no, you know, oh, here's another one. The quicker I give my rights away, the quicker I'll get them back, said the person who's never read a history book in their life. And that's the thing. This isn't the first time around. It's it's a different, you know, it's different with the virus and that, but this is, this has played out so many times in history and it's the exact same playbook. Mm. I don't think we're going to see change until that martial law hits, though. You know, yeah. people are going to keep being complacent, complacent, and all of a sudden there's fucking military walking down your street. Oh, yeah. People are getting arrested, and they're like, oh, fuck. Maybe we should have done something. I'm you know, telling you, next year is going to be hard. It's going to be harder. Look, this is going to be easier. This is unconfirmed, uh, and I, I can't vouch completely for this one. However, I did hear that. Um, uh, a military person and a police person were going door to door in the Western suburbs, asking people whether they'd been vaccinated. Uh, and if they said no, they said, Oh, well, we'll come back in a week and see what you think. Mm, really? Right. There was choppers over Western Sydney the other day. That's no joke. There was choppers telling people to stay inside over Western Sydney the other day. Fucking hell. That's Great. no bull. That, that one's no bullshit. Um, you know, it, it it's already happening inside our own country. There, and, and we and we don't. And yeah. People still think it's just going to go away. Yeah, that's right. They wear a fucking mask. Yeah, you know what I mean, and get a vaccine. Yeah, even if well, it did go away, the that that part of history is still there. That's, that's right. That military is still there. That whole that whole piece is still going to be there. It'll yeah. never be the same. Ever. No. Yeah. I hear Cape Tribulation's nicest time of year. I might move there. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's it's it, the, the, it's like the time for complacency and is ended. But it's like how how do you move forward? You know what I mean? Like this is the reality behind this. How do you move forward? You know. And the the, the last meme I wanted to share was questioning and doubting what's going on these days does not make you anti anything, nor does it make you a conspiracy theorist. Actually, questioning is and should be the place of reason. The fact that questioning has become taboo should, in fact, send a chill up everybody's spine. Mm. And that's true, man. Like, I, I kind of feel like I look around and I see what I, I see what's going on, and I'm like, am I the only person that can see how this rolls? Right? We. You're uh, you're saying just before Triff, you wonder what comes next. I've got a bit of a theory, eh? Yeah. I think that what happens next is similar to the '60s. I think we're going to be in for another hippie era. I dead set reckon with the way that realist no, like seriously, the, the way that fucking house prices are going, land prices are going, it's fucking it's off tap. Mm. Nobody's going to afford anything soon. So I I reckon the next swing is going to be people like us, people who are done with all this shit, are going to fucking all chip in to get a block of land. They'll build some fucking huts on it and they'll start growing their own food, growing their own weed, fucking, you know, slaughtering their own animals. And people will just start to group back and just 
basically move off grid. Mm. It won't be everyone, but basically the way I see it is, you know, with the hate that's already starting to come towards the anti-vaxxers, mm-hmm. I reckon a lot of them are just going to go off grid. People will band up, people who have a common fucking thought of not complying. Mm-hmm. And I reckon people are going to start going off grid in record numbers and it's going to go back to the hippie era. Well, I'm in. <laughs> my long-term plan no word of a lie so my actual long-term plan i can't go anywhere at the moment i'm stuck in brisbane because i do 50 50 custody but as soon as my kids finish high school which is 10 years i'm going north far north mm. fucking way way north off grid big block of land with a small house and that's me well i mean that that would bring up another question that i did actually want to ask you about it's interesting you say go north go north um the other thing that's going on, just to steer off the COVID topic while we're for a second, not onto anything rosier, just for the record. Um, <laughs> God forbid. Yeah. We are basically one stray shell away from World War III over Taiwan or South China Sea mm-hmm. uh, in the very near future, you would think. And, you know, I, I would hesitate to go north because I think they're going to be coming down from the north at some point. You know I what I mean? Yeah. It's cold down there. Yeah, I know it's cold down there. <laughs> but is that just another distraction? Because I look, this thing's yeah, so frigging well real. organized. It's no, no, no. Real. That's very real, man. That's very, very real. I think, I think it is, but I had to throw it out there. No, yeah. look, it's... <laughs> Here's my theory, Triff. If I uh, if I go north and I go fucking way north and I'm on, you know, 50, 60 acres with my little shanty hut there, growing my own plants and all sorts and just fucking eating mushrooms from sun up till sundown, the first thing I'm going to know about China invading is when they rock up on my doorstep. So I'm not going to have all the worry before it. The first thing I know is <laughs> China will be on my doorstep and they're going to take one look at me and go, this cunt is cooked. <laughs> There's no threat to anybody. I'm, I'm just going to be I'm coming with you. Fucking sitting on my shanty, just eating mushrooms, just tripping balls. And they're just going to be like, leave this kind of line. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, man. I'm going to get on the ayahuasca and see them coming out of my third eye before they even get there. <laughs> and I'll, I'll be prepared. I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. As a guy who's done ayahuasca before, you don't see much of anything. It's fucking, it's a hell of a, you see hell. I've been to hell a few times there. Oh, with it. <laughs> I think it's different for everybody. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but what, but, but, so, but, look, and look, I love the fact that we can still be jovial boys. However, um, serious question though for you, Neil, you know, like, you, do you think that's a real threat? Do you think that that, China? yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Um, I, uh, obviously I was in the army for 15 years. My last three years were in, uh, military intelligence and I still have a few friends in, uh, both high and low places. And it's, it's a very, very real threat and a very scary threat. Mm. Um, and it was actually the last time we caught up Triff, we were talking about that position that yeah. China and the U S are in where basically China know that the USA have only got maybe four years left now before they literally cannot win a war in any way shape or form because they'll be too broke so it's a yeah. waiting game yeah if we, if china if uh, the usa waits china will just starve them out and then they can just literally mm. walk in and take over and be the next superpower mm. if the usa fights well australia's fucked because our main trade with china but we're aligned to america under the ANZUS treaty so that's right basically mum and dad are fighting and we've got to choose a side yeah yeah we're, we're the fucking kids watching mum and dad belt the shit out of each other and look, and the reality is that, you know, it was it was a little while ago, there was two naval exercises going on, basically the West and 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 China, and they were live fire exercises um, within sight of each other. Like they literally could have turned their guns the other direction and started it. 
it would have been on. You know what I mean? And the reality is Taiwan, we have to defend Taiwan. We let Hong Kong go very easily. I was surprised about that. Um, oh, I think the lease is technically up though. Yeah, look, we we, we did a deal and we, yeah. Well, the, England. England did a deal, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's a very real concern. And I do wonder how, you know, I have sort of thinking like if we get, 80% compliance, right? So we're all complied and we're all walking lockstep. You know, what is the next step? Well, now that we're all together and it's Team Australia and, and you know, as ScoMo said, go for gold. I couldn't believe he said that. Uh, and the next step is, well, now we must band together because, you know, WW3 is on its way. You know what I mean? Like, because, yeah, look, under the ANZUS Treaty, you talk about the ANZUS Treaty, under that ANZUS Treaty, anyone between the ages of 18 and 55 that is able-bodied can and will be called up via conscription during a time of war, if deemed necessary, by the government. Right? Everyone thinks that that's, there is no more conscription. No, no, that never got lifted. Right? It's not enforced at the moment. It's just not enforced at the moment. You know, they just restart the lottery. If your number comes up, you're going, son. Could you imagine a fucking millennial getting drafted? I'd fucking pay good money to see him when he opens that fucking piece of mail. <laughs> Congratulations, son. You're going to war. Oh, but I don't, I don't really fucking want to. What? what? I've got to what? Break up with Minecraft and Fortnite? Because <laughs> my transhumanism boyfriend called Fortnite is like... <laughs> so, yeah. Look, I think that the it's, it'll be boys and girls, like it'll be boys and girls getting drafted. Like, there'll be more people involved. We can get some transgender weightlifters on the front line, they'll dominate. Absolutely, let's, <laughs> let's see that. Okay, oh, so 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 it seems that no stone is going to be unturned tonight. That's totally fine. Um, oh, yeah, I was always I, thinking I, I, of transhumanism <laughs> before, I was tried not to. <laughs> but uh, there's going to be digital weddings and crazy shit come out during lockdowns well i saw people during the last lockdown kissing with masks on mm. like no. i said that is the that is the reveal mm. right that is That's... the reveal you know i mean but look yeah okay this is fucking this is actually no it's totally fine <laughs> be the best fucking gender fluid unicorn you can be okay <laughs> i could care less <laughs> right yeah. right i have met over my life women that were men trapped in a woman's body. I have, right? And I've definitely met a fair few effeminate men that probably were women, okay? I have, right? I'm not going to deny that they exist. However, again, we can't talk about mental illness. It has become trendy to be transgender, right? Oh, and it's I like, hate that, yeah. We get, you know, the most disgust, one of the most disgusting fucking things that I um, saw a little while ago, it was a, a, a somewhere in LA. There was a transgender woman, so it was a man, still had the meat and two veg, and was walking naked around the change room in the women's change room. Mm-hmm. Um, and a mother of two small daughters said, "Hey, I don't want my girls to see that." And they're like, "Well, I identify as a woman, and so I can see your cock and balls in front of me." Okay, yeah, um, and basically made a big deal out of the fact that how disgusting is this? And in the end, they were shouted down. That spa or whatever it is now fully embraces transgender uh, change rooms. 
where the fuck, how that's, is that rational, right? That's I, I've said I've said before, I've got daughters, man. Like my daughters are nearly old enough to go to the bathroom by themselves and I wait out there. Why? Because I shouldn't be in the fucking ladies' change room. That's why, right? Yeah. However, if a man walks in identifying as the woman into the ladies' change room while my daughters are in there, I'm going to fucking identify as the tooth fairy and we're going to figure, see how that fucking ends. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like, how yep. is that okay? And having, I don't and think this, it is this, okay. This transgender, all the transgender athletes are breaking all the fucking records. Notice it's men who want to be women. Why? Because we're fucking different. The mechanics of us are different. We can run faster, hit harder. That that is literally how we've evolved. The fact that, like, you reckon all the all the lefties are fucking having a conniptic fit at the moment because they just don't know what to do because they push so hard for all this transgender rights and now that they're there dominating the Olympics, they're like, fuck, what do we mm. do? Cheer them yeah. on or do we fucking say enough's um, enough? Yeah. What yeah. were you going to say, Pat? What were you going to say, Pat? I was going to say that guy in the Olympics, he couldn't even lift that fucking girl weight anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, couldn't he? <laughs> no, he failed. Well, they, they mentioned yeah. they did mention that that even at that level, like he wasn't even the best there. Like, yeah, of that level, no. yeah. Like these, <sighs> these, um, these people, he right? Should, he shouldn't have been. He shouldn't have been there. No, at all. Like, like these are these are like D grade athletes that were that. dudes. You, you know what I mean? And like, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna become a chick and beat the fuck out of them. Yeah. For you know what I mean? Like. There's actually an interesting thing, like when we talk about all this weird sex stuff, um, that uh, there's a guy called Douglas Murray, and he did a bit of he did a study and he devoted some of his one of his books to it, and it's basically the fact that at the fall of every empire, they start fucking with sex. It all gets a bit screwy, right? You know what I mean? It's all bloody. Everyone's a man and a woman and a fucking you know My Little Pony or whatever the fuck it is. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, there is actually a history of sexuality being messed with at the end of empires. Like it happened at the end of the Greek empire happened at the end of the Roman empire, you know? Um, And look, look, the reality is too, boys, is that the U S has only been in power about a hundred years, give or take, like the transfer of wealth happened in world war one because the U S was selling to both sides until 1916 or 17 or whatever it was. Um, Yeah. They've only just had over a hundred years. Uh, mm-hmm. As far as the the global superpower, um, and I think we will witness their fall in one way, shape, or form. And unfortunately, like you said before, Neil, we are aligned with them. You know, like witnessing. We won't witness. We are. Yeah, we, yeah, we are witnessing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like, and look, just while we're talking about America, how is fucking. Uh, a granddad better than Trump. Like, I'm not saying Trump was good, but having some bloke who doesn't know how to fucking talk, doesn't look like he's there half the time, right? How the fuck is that better? You know what I mean? Like, if you... They've just got uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Mm. Let me laugh, nice work, Trev. <laughs> Great job there. <laughs> but come on, you know what I mean? Ozzy Osbourne's yeah. just been employed as his fucking full-time interpreter. <laughs> look, <laughs> look, before before we get too far ahead, when we're talking about transgenders and stuff like that, right? Oh, you want to come like, out? It's all good, brother. I, we support your choices. I want to take yeah, I want to take this moment to come out of the closet because there's a big 
freaking dark spot in my heart. I've just got to get out, eh? Um, yeah. There's a so, vaccine for that. Yeah. <laughs> There's a vaccine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, great, man. that's great. No, no. I this is no, this is dead set serious. You know where this is going, right? You know what this is building up to? Because people like, is it Dame Edna? Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about that. That mm-hmm. really actually doesn't bother me. I, I feel that's genuine, but I feel there's more something much darker and sinister going on. And it's, it's for two main purposes. And this is just me using my own intuition. Okay. This isn't a conspiracy. I might turn it into one though, but um, yeah. Num- number one. Okay. Like you, who runs the frigging world? Elites, right? You know where this is going. All the elites are frigging pedophiles. That's a big, bold statement, okay? But like we know, Epstein Island. Who was going there? Who was yeah, let's not let's list? not let's not forget that what's her name, Jiz Lane or Jiz, whatever her name is, right? Um, had her day in court, and however, her testimony was redacted because it was deemed to be too extreme for the public to hear. No mm. shit. No shit. But this is the thing. If if we can get people used to, you know, more used to like men calling themselves women and people identifying a certain way, mm. they've already started the child love thing and they got fucking kicked in the ass for it. So then they're just going to take this pathway, which is a slow gateway to the next step. That's how mm. I feel, whether it's 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, I don't bloody know, mm. but these guys will try it on. And the second thing is like, if they can confuse half the population, because let's face it, a lot of these people have, you know, a history of, of family abuse. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to go out and yeah, we can't mental illness everyone is, off the list. Mental not, illness I'm, is a massive issue with this that we, no one talks about. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to say everyone on that list, like, you know, fits, fits, into that box mm. but it's out there it's freaking huge there's a lot of mental illness but out I'll, there that can or a lot of confusion whether it's well, not mental illness true, it's just but like, i also I also think too mate you know what i mean like as you grow up and you get testosterone and you're you're curious you know what is it you're not a man till you've had one right you know so you know like it, it it you know we we know what side of the fence we're all on now boys but you know what i mean like there's 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 an exploration that happens regardless for a lot of people, right, that is completely innocent and totally fine. Um, However, if you catch that person at that moment, that's who they are and you brand them as that person, you know, like how do you, you know, I think there's a massive, but it's become on trend, you know, people have revealing parties, you know what I mean? Like they have, Hmm. you know, it's it's a social media event uh, when, when someone does that. You know, and look, it doesn't. It, it doesn't need to be on TV and but the thing is too, boys, Thing is, too, boys. Just so you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm completely open about it. I grew up. Uh, I had two. I had uh, uh, Uncle Lindsay and Uncle Colin, or Auntie Lucretia and Auntie Coral, as they like to be known. Right. I grew up with a couple of you know drag queens as, as close family. Okay. Um, in fact, here you go. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast. Oh, I'm pretty sure I've. Um, it's fucking hundreds of hours long now. Who fucking knows what I've said? Uh, they I'm helped this me. Involves you in drag. I'm praying this involves you in drag. Almost, mm. almost, right? We've all done it. Uh, so actually, I'll, I'll give you a story, right? So I used to, I was an enigma. Okay, I got, I, got, I got bullied, right? Because people didn't quite understand me because I'd play the lead in the play in the drama course, but I'd also be in the run on eighteen for the footy footy team as well, right? 
So people didn't quite know how to take me. And uh, I did a few plays and the teacher comes to me and I was in the library, right, uh, with a girlfriend of mine um, studying. We were studying in the back corner of the library. Uh, <laughs> anatomy? <laughs> yeah, studying anatomy. That's right, yep. biology. Um, anyway, he comes up to me. Peter was his name. And he goes, righto, Triff. I've, you, I've got a play coming up and I've got a role for you. And he goes, you're the only person in the fucking school that can play it. However, the deal is you've got to say yes now and you've got to commit to it. And then I'll meet you at the hall on Sunday. And of course, you know, he, being, being young and dumb and uh, yeah, for sure. Dep, you know, what a challenge. Yeah, I'm in, right? I get there, hands me the script. It's Raymond, the Wizard of the Wand, right? It was a mock Henry VIII play. And I had an entire scene as a gay hairdresser, right, in the play, cutting people's hair, and I was in high heel boots. And Arnie Coral and Arnie Lucretia taught me how to uh, to to swan, right? And I, I had I literally, and this is I literally had proper leather pants from the seventies. Like they loaned me these leather proper leather pants from the seventies. Tell the truth, is there footage right? of this? There is a video somewhere. High heel boots. Video? Yeah, there is video. Yeah. I don't know who's got it though. Yeah. Uh, high heel boots, high heel boots, big balloon white shirt, right? Like the musketeer shit, right? Yeah. Big hoop earring, and I and I think back then I was running undercut, so I probably had it tied up in the at the back, right? Um, and anyway, yeah, Arnie Cole and Arlie Lucretia fucking uh, helped me get into that character. It was an interesting thing though. I copped a lot of shit off the boys for being a gay hairdresser in the Henry VIII play. But I used to get changed with the girls in the same room, yeah? Do you have any idea? I pretty much pashed every one of the girls in the play. <laughs> okay? So, you know. Was that, was that acting? Yeah, it was. It was, it was, it was um, we were acting. We were trying to get into character. Triffin, you're a slut. <laughs> what were a slut? I know but who anyway, you are now. Look, I just, I, I, that's a bit a of a distraction. Of However. pregnant. Hey, can I say <laughs> that? Single one of them, and I all fell pregnant. That's yeah. Right. Yeah, can we say it. that? <laughs> we probably can't say that. Uh, I was, I was, yeah, I was fifteen or whatever. Look, I, look, I just shared that because, like, if anyone says that I am, you know, homophobic or anything else like yeah. that, like, it, it's bullshit. No, there's no way. Do whatever the fuck you want. However, there's mental illness involved with this transgender stuff, and a lot of it. Right. And saying that a three year old, right, or a six year old or a seven year old can choose their sexuality is the most ridiculous fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. And the yeah, I was going to bring that up. I, I'm not, yeah. yeah. And I've got to clarify, I'm not against like the whole LGB community, even though I just probably offended all, what, all of them. Well, you, you, you just missed feminine- out a bit. You just missed Except out about the, 15 letters, man. It's LGBTQ star that, that fucking one. hash. Yeah, that one. Hashtag. I just offended fucking. them because I can't even get that right. Yeah. But like, you know, I'm, I don't really care like too much of what they do in their private life. But like people are being used like for a darker agenda. That's how I feel. And there's got to be awareness around that. Mm-hmm. But okay. All right. So let's, let's steer off the topic, okay? Because a few, mm-hmm. few people have said their plan, them, they, who those the elite, those in control, blah, 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 right? What does that actually mean, number one? And number two, is it because, you know, this whole, one of the reasons that everyone's so compliant is that we need a space daddy, right? It's the space daddy complex. 
We need someone yeah. to tell us that it's okay, right? And if if it's like we get get instruction, right? If you if you just take this and do this, you'll be okay, right? There's a need, deep seated need in the human fucking genealogical bullshit. You know, we need a spaghetti monster in the sky, right? <clears throat> Is the identified because I've got a theory where I'm not fucking sure that anyone knows what's going on, right? Right up to the top. You know, at the, at, the, at the top turtle, you know, it's turtles all the way down. But at the very top turtle, I'm not too sure that anyone fucking knows what's going on. If they're yeah. honest. Oh, I do. I got it so, all worked out, mate. Well, yeah. So what is that? So those two things, What when, when we say they, them, whatever, and do we think that there's something to our mentality to need that? What do you reckon, Pat? I think there is the higher ups, of course, like everybody else. But I, I think it's more of a, They've made a couple of moves along the last couple of decades mm. and those moves haven't gone their way. And now they're just watching it all come to a crumbling end. Mm. I don't think it's them causing this. I think it's them not knowing how to fix this after all the mistakes they've already made in the past. But there's the, there's the other train of thought too, is that no one lets a, uh, a good opportunity go to waste, especially a good politician, you know? Yeah. True that. Do you, do you think there is a need for... The, the the opposition and the space daddy you think there's that there's there's a bit of mental mental stuff as, as part of that um to be honest i couldn't tell you man. fair enough really i've never really thought about it no totally fine yeah, man sure. so, well um, mr mengel you're going to go last because you're going to get on a rant i can feel it so i'm going to give it to neil next <laughs> I already did that. <laughs> I got more in the bag. It's cool. This is I'll always see if I can offend some more people. <laughs> Mate, I don't, I, don't, I don't know, to be honest. The one thing I do know, and I mean, this is fact. We know that this is fact, and that is that uh, 1% of the world's population control 99% of the world's wealth. That's, yes, that's, that's true. Yep. We yep. know that. We know that, yeah. So it stands to reason that if anybody's pulling the strings, it's the 1%. Mm-hmm. why fuck knows do they want more fuck knows like how much is enough fuck knows mm. i don't know you know i don't know if there's some fucking secret clandestine organization or some fork it's fucking you know new world order i don't know any of that shit i don't mm-hmm. know enough about it mm-hmm. the only thing that i do know to be true is that one percent of the world's population control 99 percent of the wealth yeah that's all i know yeah and then and the question would be why you know, we, we talk about um, Mr. Thomason, welcome, man. We talk about the uh, the guy, we talked earlier about the guy who invented the PCR test telling, saying it was bullshit. And now we could talk about the guy who invented trickle-down economics in the 80s that basically said it was, it was, it was stupid to begin with, right? It was never going to work, yeah? You know, and you're right, 1% do control 99% of the uh, wealth. And, you know, and it's the interesting thing about, you know, the Forbes billionaire list, that doesn't list the trueiness. They're out there, right? They, they, you know, some of these oil shakes and some of this stuff over in, in the Middle East and who else? God only knows where, Russia and that sort of stuff. There's The Forbes list is not the be-all and end-all. That's the list that they let us see, right? Yeah. That's that's the list, you know. Um, and look, we, we do have to get onto the fact that Jeff Bezos rode a giant cock in his spikes, but um, <laughs> we, we might we'll, we'll leave that alone. <laughs> what do you what do you think about that? I want to come back to that because I think it's hilarious. Um, what do you think about the the space daddy thing, man? Do you think there's a, a need, you know, or do you think that's the, you know, everybody wants to be told it's going to be okay at some point in their life, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. You know what, so, what do you reckon, Neil? Um, I don't know, man. 
I don't know. Is that I interesting? I, I do know that I don't want to go to space in a giant cock. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> don't knock it until you try it. <laughs> but yeah, did you have, did you, have, I thought Neil had something uh, prophetic to tell us, mate, but he didn't have anything. Do you, did you want to add to that? Pat? <laughs> I was actually just Googling how many trillionaires there are, but it's, uh, yeah. What does it say? Does it tell you? No, nah, not really. Mm. Uh, well, mate, probably now that we've had it, we've had an awkward pause. We'll we'll welcome Mister Tomlinson to the party. How are you, sir? Yeah, mate. How are you, mate? You, you, I'm glad you're here. Uh, we're, we're we're deep in the rabbit hole, man. Come and save us. Uh, nice, nice. <laughs> um, I'm here to join. So we've got we we're just talking about uh, so two quick, nice, easy questions for you to start off with, mate. Uh, we were just talking about. Uh, you know, we've had a we've had a lot of statements tonight. They and them, the elites, the people in control. Who's and basically my question one a who is that and what does that mean, right? And basically Neil and and and, and Pat have said that you know one percent of the world, one percent of the population controls ninety nine percent of the wealth. That's not you can't argue against that. Um, but who they are and what they are, we're not real sure. And then the second part of the question was. Is there a need for the space daddy? I know, man, you've had a conversation about the space daddy before. Um, and is that, do we want, do we need there to be this darkness, this elite in charge? Because I've got a, I've got a theory where I don't think anyone knows what the fuck's going on. Yeah, that's uh, two very complex questions there. Um, as far as the 1% in charge, I don't even think it's 1%. I think it's even smaller than that. There's a, I think there's a gray man running around out there that, wants to keep as low a profile as possible, but he's he's the one pushing the buttons across it all. There's, there's one person out there. I don't know who it is, but, um, you know, I, I, I think we're in the middle of a, uh, a James Bond movie and we, we need James Bond to show up pretty bloody soon. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> what Mate, about I didn't the- find any trillionaires, but it says here that the eight richest billionaires own half the human wealth. Half, yeah. half the wealth of the human race. So eight billionaires own half the wealth of the uh, fucking uh, human race. So it's not bad. Eight dudes own not half. Not bad. It's not bad. I mean, there was that meme going around and it's only gotten, I don't know. Well, here you go. Why are you Googling there, Neil? What's the current world debt level? It used to be $214 trillion. I'm not entirely sure where it's at now. While Neil's doing that, what do you think about trillion. How much? $281 trillion. 281 at the end of 2020 at the end of 2020 we owed 281 trillion dollars yep to who yeah the the fucking decepticons you know what i mean we do fucking (laughs) it's all made up numbers it's all on paper that's right well it's not on paper anymore is it you know what i mean it's all fucking yeah yeah but you know what I mean? It's all on a uh, on a hard It's all numbers somewhere. and fubar. It's, it's, it's yeah. literally just dudes paying child support. That's just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all child support. With all that Illuminati stuff, high port of the evening. Do you think it could possibly just be one gentleman, just one dude, like a Mister Burns of the Earth, just mm. running the whole fucking thing? Is that what you? Is that yeah? I think Pat is yeah. directing that at you, Woody. Is that what you reckon? Yeah, mate. I, I think there's one person. Um, and you know, it could be George Soros. I don't think it's George Soros. I think it's George Soros's boss. Um, <laughs> whoever, whoever Soros works for. Yeah, uh, this person isn't. They're, they're going to be behind the scenes. They don't want to be known. They don't want to be known about. But they're happy to push all the buttons. 
and they might mm. not even necessarily be rich. You know, they don't have to be some super tr uh, billionaire or trillionaire or whatever. They might be just a really influential person that, you know, has a lot of dirty photos of people in compromising positions. Who knows? <laughs> Well, I mean that poor that poor Jeffrey Epstein. He was he was he was pushed to suicide, mate. You know, it's a oh, tragic story. Tragic, tragic. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matt, when you yeah. were talking about the one guy who's got everyone's dirty photos, you were talking about Mark Zuckerberg, weren't you? Hey, you he's seen all <laughs> you boys naked. He's he's in all your laptops, all the pics you send to all your lady friends out there. Yeah. yeah, whenever I send a dick pic, I disguise it with googly eyes and a top hat. So just <laughs> no one knows what it is. I know you do. I'm I'm Zuck's friend. <laughs> oh, that's your dick, is it? All oh, right. Yeah. All right. We've all seen it. We all know about it. With the googly eyes and the top hat. Yeah. You can. You can. Have you? I'm pretty sure you're on OnlyFans, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm the guy not making any money. Yeah. yeah no, oh no, did. I'm. Pretty sure I'm out of pocket. <laughs> be making something. Well, what do you reckon about? All right, let's bring. Uh, this is awesome, boys. No, I like it. It's good. It's raw. It's excellent. Uh, what about the space daddy thing, Woody? What do you reckon about that? I mean, you do I think there's a, there's an inbuilt need for us to have something to rail against. Um, I think, I think it's uh, good for some members of the human race to realise that how insignificant we actually are in the mm -hmm. grand scheme of things. Mm -hmm. Um, what's out there? Who knows? It's um, all these beyond my comprehension. Yeah. Um, I'd like to think that there is something out there, but you know, who really knows? It's I just more subatomic particles. That's it. <laughs> yeah. It's more subatomic particles. That's in, it. In, infinite within and infinite without, isn't it? You know, we 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 could be the subatomic particle as well. You know, that's how insignificant we could be in the grand scheme of things. Who knows? Well, I think I would. I would. I. Again, quoting memes because I've got a problem. Um, Just you one. Know, yeah, no, I've got a few. <laughs> I'm open to it. It's all good. Uh, I think it was like, you know, the Earth is probably some weird alien kid science experiment that got a C. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It'll be, it'll be like that Simpsons episode where fucking Lisa creates that whole population in that little ashtray or something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's us. <laughs> It was probably a C fucking minus too. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's no good. All this shit going on at the moment is just the teacher just shaking the shit out of the time. Like, well, that's fucked. <laughs> that's what's actually happening. Somebody's just shaking the box and going, that's a piece of shit and just lobbed it over their shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> We're here going, what the fuck is going on right now? Well, <laughs> well <from> evolution. <laughs> well, look, I'm, I'm, I'm a little hesitant to give Daniel Mangle the floor and ask him about elites. <laughs> We might okay. be here till bloody midnight. Um, however, do I go get my helmet? Yes, yeah, yeah, go. We everyone needs their. The we need the the alpha helmet. Um, okay, grab your tin hat. Oh, yeah, Woody, Woody's oh, Woody, on it. Woody's, got a, Woody's, what are you doing there, bro? He already has a tin foil hat there, ready to go. Oh, he does. <laughs> Fuck's sake! Right <laughs> now. <laughs> Ready to go, boys. It's ready to go. Um, mate, you're getting abducted first. When the aliens come, you're getting abducted first. Oh, my God. Oh, well played, sir. Well played. I like oh. his one I prepared earlier. Fucking hell. The fact that you have a tinfoil hat ready to go is amazing. Oh, 
I don't know what I don't know what to say about that. Oh, geez, I'm crying. Oh my god, that's awesome. Anyway, I'm glad uh, here for that moment. Yeah, that's great. Thanks for that, Woody. You, you, I told you you had to come in, man. <laughs> right, Daniel. Well, look, I don't want to be here till midnight, okay, either. But like, I. Definitely, you already know what I'm going to say. I definitely believe that there is a ruling class, mm. and these guys are doing things above. They're not like the laws are for everybody else. Mm. All the rules are for everybody else. It's not for them. They do whatever they want. We've had little tiny things um, pop up in the news, like you know, one of their kids was having this party, and then they realize who it is, and it's been taken off the news. Um, royal family members as well. Things come up about them that gets pulled down out of the news, um, gets turned into conspiracy. There's a, there's a lot of people right now with light shining on them that weren't there before. So, mm. you know, whatever whatever's happening, I think it's gonna. A lot of it's going to come out eventually. Mm. I don't I don't believe that they're going to win. I don't. I don't believe that. Well, I think there's an important there's an important thing to say. There is like they may have ninety nine percent of the money, however, we got ninety nine percent of the people. It's just a matter of you know. We no, we don't at all. Um, no. no. Well, here's, 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 well, a good, here's a good analogy for you, Triff. It's like for years and years and years, people are like there's fucking aliens, Area 51, Roswell, there's aliens. They're like conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory. Then they're like, all right, you got us. There's aliens. And what do everybody do? Whatever, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's going to be the same thing. 20 years from now, it could come out that there is one or two or a fucking small handful of people controlling it. But people are so broken and desensitized by from screaming it from the rooftops. Mm. When it comes out, people are just going to go, meh. Yeah. Look, I mean, you know, look, you know, if we're going to, uh, we're going to talk about space studies and, you know, Jeff Bezos riding a giant dildo to space. Look, it looked, how did they, like, I looked at that and I went, how is, how at the end of the design phase, did they look at a blueprint of that and go, that's not a giant penis? You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. it is. It was. Yeah. Well, I understand. It, it totally was. He's but- basically saying, <laughs> fuck space. <laughs> in the most literal way possible why does he hate space so much there was he no love space. He no love no romance he, he penetrate exactly he, he wanted to penetrate penetrate space i missed um, the foreplay but i'm glad yeah but it was interesting i and it's interesting you talk about sides i've never paid any attention to the bezos space thing but i always watch elon stuff mm. um you know, but Elon's yeah. got a bit of style. You know what I mean? The Elon's thing doesn't look like a giant penis. You know? He's fucking Iron Man. <laughs> but I, I was talking about this with the missus a couple of times. You see those really ugly cars on the road, like these new ones, and you, yeah. you think there's been like a whole two-year plan to make this car. There's been 200, 300 people looking at this car, and they've all gone, yeah, that looks good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it's like this dick. It's like, yep, it's a dick. Let's do it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Light up, light that giant penis up, man. Let's fucking go. I'm gonna. Can I say something about space daddies? Okay. Oh, sorry, mate. Sorry, did we did we take away thunder? No, no, mate. No, mate. It's all good. It's all good. But before I get look, 
I think your space daddy is whatever the fuck you're giving your energy to, mate. Like sure. that's your God at the end of the day, where your focus goes, your energy flows or whatever it is. Okay. That's your space daddy. Where's mm. your energy going to? Who are you giving your energy away to and what? Mm. Right. Mm. And also I want to say like right now, yeah, there's a lot of people that are looking for something to conform to. Like, have you heard of the, the sit down, stand up test? They yes. call in a bunch of people into a room, but like only one at a time. They've got appointments, different slots, okay? Mm. They're not told exactly why they're meant to be there, mm. right? What's on the other side of this door? But they've been asked to come along and they've conformed this far anyway. So when this buzzer goes off, right, the sound, all right, first guy stands up for a minute, quiet, sit down. And then a new person walks in. They're not told the rules, okay? Only the first person knows what's actually going on. Right. Stand up, sit down. The second person walks into the room, takes a seat beside them, sees them stand up every time, and they're like, oh, by the second I, buzz, I better stand up. I better stand up too. I don't know what's going on. And then they got a whole room of people standing up and, you know, then they took all the people one by one away. They went into the room, looked like they had their appointment, and they left. And the last person who never, the most clueless person who never knew what the fuck was going on in the first place is still on their own, standing up, sitting down, just in case that's what they're meant to do. And that's what everybody right now is doing mm-hmm. with their fucking chin diapers. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a great way to bring it back around. I think you're, you're totally right there. I mean, you know, I, and I always like to quote this one. There was, I can't, I can never remember the guy's name when I tell the story, but it was this guy. And for his doctorate, what he basically did is he presented a lecture that was total bullshit from fucking go to woe. It was total crap. But what he did, he stood up there, he had a fucking slideshow, he was wearing a nice three piece suit, had a pen in his pocket, he was wearing glasses, and he walked around the fucking stage very authoritatively and, and spoke about this subject. And they interviewed people after it, and they're like, "Yes, oh look, I, I think that was excellent. I feel uh, very knowledgeable on the on the subject that was presented tonight. Uh, you know, the guy, you know, it was total bullshit, right? Mm. You know, and people are slave to authority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And look, I think um, before we stray too far off that, I do want to come back to what you said is very wise there, Daniel, about you know your space daddy or your spirituality is, is what you give your energy to and who you choose and how you choose to give your energy. Um, I think, you know, there's, there's that saying where it's like religion is those that, that are, that are afraid of going to hell spiritualities for those that have already been there. Hmm. And the elites are giving their, their God is like the Babylonian money magic thing that they got going on. Right. Hmm. Maybe God is, is money to them. Maybe hmm. they're worshiping Lucifer. Right. <laughs> Oh, look, there's, there's that one's floating around freely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Luciferian stuff. Yeah, I've seen a few yeah. of that stuff floating around. You know, I think, um, <clears throat> yeah, look, boys, I mean, Woody, is there anything you wanted to, I know, you know, you, you, you ran late tonight, mate, but is there anything, look, we're happy to go over a topic if you've got stuff you wanted to have a chat about or get, have, have a, um, you know, get some stuff off your chest because I know you've got a, a few thoughts rattling around in the brain box there. Um, feel free to put your helmet on if you need to. <laughs> Please do it. <laughs> it helps me. Yeah, it's um, it's helped me over the last few days too. I've been going okay. to war against a few people. I and, know. Uh, I'll be trying to back you up. You don't even <laughs> like my comments. 
I uh, I try not to like too many people's comments, to be honest. So okay, I try well, I try and keep it fair. If you want to, um, if you want to be a lone bull in this, that's fine. I'll, that's I'll not what he. Alone. That's not what he told me, Daniel. But anyway, it's all good, bro. Okay. <laughs> Please carry on. No, no, I'm not. I'm not trying to be a lone crusader. I'm happy for anyone to put their two cents worth in as well. It, it doesn't bother me. Um, look, it's it's really highlighted um, over the last few days. This social media stuff can get blown way out of proportion because people don't understand. It's hard to convey your tone through through text, so people can read something and they can completely yeah. misconstrue what you mean by how, Good point. depending on on what their thoughts are on the subject, they can completely misread what you uh, are meaning. So don't you are, know how to use emojis? <clears throat> Yeah, the shit and one's fuck, really good. And fuck <laughs> off always works well. Yeah. I think a bullet is the most effective form of communication because it sounds the same in every language. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm pretty sure like, everyone knows what fuck off means too. You only hear bullets if they miss, mate. <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I keep saying I don't, I don't hate anybody. I don't have enough energy to hate people. I don't care. If, if you really, if someone's really, uh, you know, that desperate on their own, way of thinking nothing i can say is going to change their point of view so anyone who hates on me for anything that i've said over the last few days that's on you man that's not on me you've got your own point of view i respect it i don't really care i'm just sharing my point of view for anyone who's sort of on the fence or you know might Mm. find a different point of view interesting that's all i'm offering Mm. so i mean I've, i've been um most of the people that have been jousting with me luckily know me pretty well yeah. Um, it, you know, they're from people from all over the world that I've known and from different aspects and other people don't know my relationships with those people either. So sometimes they've got to step in and say, Hey guys, look, you know, chill out, just take, you know, take a step back and, um, and relax well, I think, I think, I think I went into bat with you with one, with your Canadian mate. He's a bit of a cheeky, he's, <laughs> yeah. a, bit of a, he's a bit of a Thank cheeky cunt, that bloke, just for the record. Um, shout, yeah. out, shout out to Harmon. <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I went into bat, and he's like, "No, it's all good. It's a mate from Canada." I'm like, oh, "Okay, it's cool, man." You know what I mean? Yeah. So Huge what? Ego. So, Don't so like I'm, you. I'm really. Please. I know enough about Harmon that I'm really surprised with yeah. his point of view. To yeah. be honest, um, we were actually discussing that earlier. The fact that yeah. some people pretty... are waking up, you didn't think we're going to wake up, and some people aren't that mate. you thought might. He he was a pretty loose individual when he was younger, and I'm very surprised that he's thinking the way he is. So. I'll just yeah, leave right. it at that. <laughs> so what's your what give what what's your what are your two main concerns, mate, if you could to give us a couple of points of discussion. And look, if we've got to go over stuff, boys, that's okay. I really want to would you be part of this conversation. So what are your two what are your two things you're most concerned about at the moment? If you mate, do- my biggest my biggest one's the um my biggest moral compass is pointing at freedom of choice at the moment. Yep. Um I, I think I don't care what colour we're what color creed, <clears throat> religion, whatever you can be, as long as it's safe and not really affecting anyone else, you can believe and do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um, it's it's when when bureaucrats started fringing on those rights mm-hmm. that I, I take a serious issue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not saying that I'm defending you know drug traffickers and and child molesters and things like that at all. I'm not. That's you know. That there's a moral compass that's yeah. pointing south, and that's look. Shit I as think well. I think I think yeah. When you say freedom of choice, it, it's the 
to live your life, you know. Yeah, to live your life, yeah. If you want to own guns, own guns. If you want to go fishing, go fishing. Mm. You know, if you want to go take your kids to the park when there's a lockdown, take your kids to the park when there's a lockdown. Like, well, you can't, mate. There's a big orange fence that, around that, the one I did in that Turnbull. Day and we got kicked out. Council are actually doing rounds. So I took my kids to the park today because they were getting a bit cabin feverish and yep. we, we legitimately had council come and tell us to leave. Really? Yep. Uh, but doesn't that uh, count as exercise? Say again? Wouldn't they count as exercise? Aren't you allowed to do that anyway? No, well, there's a big orange fence around the playground down the road here. Yeah, there's signposts oh. everywhere. So he was actually there putting up more oh. signs, basically saying oh. that everything was closed. Yeah, and, the, and that, that that basic, that... So they're letting people do exercise, but all these things that you would go do that at with the kids or whatever it is, mental exercise, whatever, they're just taking them away? Yeah. That's crap. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so I, and took, the, I took clients today up to the Karawatha Forest in, um, in south of Brisbane. And it was terrific. I would have seen probably 40 people at different points. Um, you know, we went for a walk for about an hour there. There would have been about 40, about 40 different people. Some people were funny and uh, put masks on when they walked towards you because they think, oh, here's another human. Better put my mask on. And I'm just smiling <laughs> I'm like, you don't need to worry about that. I'm not wearing a mask for you, so don't be worried about me. Hmm. Um yeah, I, I just sort of get a bit bemused, but you know, that's, the, that's their prerogative. If they want to do that, I don't care. Oh, look, they can do it. It's for, again, if you want to fucking do that, do that. But can we just yeah. chat about how fucking ridiculous that is for a second? Yeah. I, you know, it's, like, it's completely ridiculous. I, I made a point of being very polite to them and saying, you know, how, how are you going? Have, have a nice day. It's a good day for a hike. You know, all yeah. this sort of stuff. Just yeah. to let them know that, hey, hello, humans here. We're not the, uh, we're not lepers. Mm. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. I mean, not only is it, I think the mask thing as well, because so much facial expression happens from here, right? Everything, your tone, your inflection, your smiling, your, you know, that's where you build your facial uh, awareness from that you can't actually see what people are doing. Like I've run into people and I thought I'd do it as a test, right? With my buff and my hat and my glasses on, I ran into people down the shops that I know quite well don't recognize me, you know? Whereas before, yeah. we'd stop and have a five-minute conversation. And just yeah. as an exercise, I don't say anything to see whether or not they will. And they don't, Yeah. right? So you, we, we, we're becoming unable to distinguish friend or foe. You know, I got like, asked to take my helmet off in a cert because I ride a motorbike. I got asked to take my helmet off, but I still had a full fucking face wrap and sunglasses on. But they made me take my helmet off because you're not supposed to wear a helmet into a fucking service station. Yeah, makes no difference. I asked to take my helmet off. Could not yeah. see my face to fucking save, you know, save their life. No, yeah, like if 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 you if the camera was brought up, who was that? I don't know some dude in sunglasses and a fucking face in a wrap. Yep. Like it, it you know, and and again, like, so how do they the and I think I said in my post the other day, and I know you boys chipped into that and I appreciate that, you know, any government that wants them, you know, gagged, jabbed and tracked, like it's not a fucking good idea. Like that is the basic, you know, your, your freedom of movement and your, your, you know, I can't even, as you say, civil liberties. Isn't it interesting that as far as like the whole conversation, even before Woody got here, we haven't actually talked a lot about contracting whatever the fuck it is that's going around because that's not our concern right now. 
our concern is what Woody's saying. It's civil liberties. It's freedom. It's freedom of choice. Yeah. Without recrimination. You know? Um, yeah, it's crazy, Woody. Crazy. Yeah, man. mate. And and I and I'll I'll keep you know, keep yapping about till the day I die. I'll I'll talk up for the people that either don't have the courage or don't have the voice to be able to to um to speak up about their issues. So mm. And I think it's very important for people that do have some sort of <clears throat> stand, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, guys, um, standing in the community to to stand up for those people as well. Mm. And if if you see someone getting bullied on social media and you know getting walloped a bit, bloody, just step in and say, "Hey, we just calm it down." You know, just remind people that you know we're all all humans. We're all in the same bloody blue bubble. Mm. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, it's it's absolutely Except for feminine it's the craziest human experiment at the moment. <laughs> so <we're>, different rules. <laughs> Daniel, shut up. Um <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> Woody, so like what's um look, and we we we've all sort of shared our thoughts on it, and we I'm interested to get your thoughts on it. How um how concerned are you about where this is heading? Oh, hugely, mate. <laughs> it's this this isn't a joke. It's dead set. This is we're at the start of something big. Yeah. Um, you know, it's. I I think this is going to be a, a bigger effect on humanity than what um, the global war on terror was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which you know we've just come sort of at the the back end of that after twenty odd years. Mm. And um, you know, yeah, a lot of, a lot of stuff changed, um, but it didn't really change our freedoms like what this is going to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we so all got used to spending a bit of extra time at the, in the airport security and, you know, we got used to not being able to take the bloody 200 mil of mouthwash and <laughs> luggage anymore for whatever. Mm. Um, you know, it's, 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 it, it's didn't, it didn't really, it didn't really affect our day-to-day existence though, did it, mate? No. You know, no. whereas, you know, there, whereas... small periods that we all sort of looked at each other a bit strange for, for a little bit, but mm. we got over that pretty quick. Mm. This is a very different kettle of fish. Mm. So what's the second thing, mate? What's the second thing? So civil liberties and look, I think we all agree, boys. What's the second thing? What's your what's your second most concern at the moment? My second biggest message that I want to get out to the people is get outdoors into the sunshine and fresh air. Go and exercise. Mm. It will do more for you than any any vaccine could ever do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's well, just know, get yeah. outdoors, get out in the sunshine, go go figuratively hug a tree, go breathe in the fresh air around a tree, go sit by a pond and just chill out for a bit. Mm. You, know, you know, that that hike I did through the Karawatha Forest today, it, it recharged me. Mm. It's, you know, th- there's an energy. It's, it, it's hard to explain, but... That, it's, it's, a spiritual, it's, it's a spiritual experience, I think. You know, and, and Neil touched on it earlier where it, where he sort of said it's like every conversation is dominated by what we're discussing tonight. Um, I think the message there, Woody, is very important to step away from that and realise the world is still here. You know, there is still beautiful things in this world, you know, and we can still have beautiful experiences if we choose to. And exercise, man, like, yeah, I, like this, when this this sec, this next last lot sort of ramped up, like it already been back on the path however yeah the exercise is allowing me to think rationally um and not get too carried away 
You know, I know me and Neil had a lengthy discussion on one of the podcasts he was on earlier about depression. I mean, he's, he's fucked the black dog, you know what I mean? The black dog brotherhood is, is, is a, is obviously Neil's creation and good to see your books doing real well too, mate. Just yeah, that's, it is, brother. Appreciate that. fucking awesome, man. Um, and, and look, you know, I suppose because Neil is here, maybe, you know, I've got, I've got, I'm going to give you a minute because I want to ask Neil a couple of questions about surrounding some of this stuff. But the last topic I want to say, I want I want to hear from you boys about, and I'll give you a few minutes to think about it, is what next? What do we do? You know, what what could we do? And what do we think? Okay. So with that, I'll just talk to Neil. I mean, obviously through the through the through the Black Dog Brotherhood, have you seen a spike over the last 18 months in in certain things and people in the community? Yeah. And stuff? Yeah, a lot of the guys inside of the Brotherhood, I know that it's like the wheels have fallen off for a lot of dudes, myself included. Um, 2021, even outside of all the, the COVID shit, it's best been very, very challenging. I've had a lot of my own mental health struggles over the last sort of uh, 12 months. Some tied to COVID, some not. But um, what I'm finding is that generally people are just breaking and maybe it's because of the added stress. So what I'm finding is that things that they would have once dealt with are now becoming too much for them. And I think that's because these things are now stacked on top of everything else that's going on. You know, if you, if you're battling with mental health problems then all of a sudden that's stacked with you're locked in your house with fucking two kids, three kids, four kids for a month and you're trying to homeschool and you're trying to hold on to your job, it just mm. compounds. Um, I personally know a lot of people who you look at the second and third order effects. I know, I don't know about the other States, but I know in Brisbane at the moment, there is a fucking rental crisis. Um, I know a couple of people who are on the cusp of being homeless and they have two, they have two incomes, but they can't find a place to fucking live because the rent is going through the roof. And a big part of that, I don't know what the numbers are at the moment, but in January, 6,000 people a week were moving from Victoria, New South Wales to Brisbane uh, to try and escape the lockdowns down there. Welcome, motherfuckers. You've just walked into another fucking <laughs> lockdown. But it's, it's creating, you know, there's rental crises, there's unemployment, there's homelessness, addictions on the rise. Mm. I just find that the flow-on effect of COVID and the flow-on effect of the lockdowns and the flow-on effect of the division with the vaccines, it's just things that people would have once been able to handle, they're now stacked on top of a plethora of other issues and it's taking a really, really big toll on a lot of people. Look, I think a lot of people, you know, you know, I look at the men around here in the, in the, in this zoom room tonight and listen, boys, thank you very much for coming. I really appreciate everyone's time and thoughts. Uh, it's, I see, I know all you blokes separately and I know you've all been striving to better yourselves over the last few years to deal with the, the demons of our pasts respectively. Right. And, you know, when the gauge, like day-to-day -day existence prior to all this shit, you know, the gauge was already about seven most days. You know what I mean? It, 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 if you could get, if you could get to an equilibrium of five, you would have having a fucking good day. You know, there was always the pressure. There's the, the, the monetary pressure. Um, and look, you're totally right, man. Look, one of the things, obviously I, I lost a job earlier this year, so I've had to reevaluate um, how I exist. And, we had to sit down and figure out the the weekly cost to run our household. And, you know, out here where I am, we live a fairly modest life. You know, we're not very frivolous or any of those sorts of things. And it's still a four figure number to run a, you know, household yeah, every absolutely. week. 
you know? And I was shocked. I was like, look, when I was making good money, it didn't really matter. You know what I mean? Like it, it just, it happened and whatever happened, happened. However, having, forcing myself to look at it. And I think it's because of that. Like I'm not anti anything, right? I have compassion because I can understand why these people are so quick to comply because like if, you know, we bought the house out here. So, you know, we've got stable payments as far as that concerned. We've got a good deal. We, we, we've been smart with some of the stuff we've done. So what about these people that have got million-dollar mortgages? What is their weekly before you even eat, right? How much do you need? And look, that's a, that's a, it's a real number. So I don't blame these people that are complying to a point um, because they are in pure survival mode to try and just keep the ball rolling, you know? And look, there are, there are still the entrepreneurs out there who will, will recreate business and all that sort of stuff. Have it to also to pretend on the other side that there isn't literally thousands of businesses, you know, or walk through bloody Red Bank Plaza, Pat. How many fucking shops are shut, mate? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, that's, that's pretty clear there, you know? Um, those, there's a lot of family businesses that have run for 30, 40 years that just aren't coming back. They're not coming back. You know, there will be some that come back because everyone's always going to, there's always going to be the hustle side of society. But I think, you know, like I said earlier, there was, there's been 70 plus suicides in New South Wales due to the recent lockdown. And a few of those were through a friend of mine. And it was basically, they kept their business uh, just open all over through the first four lockdowns in Sydney. And at the start of the fifth, they just had nothing left. Yep. And the, the, the owners of those businesses left behind two kids. I think the the husband took his life in the fourth lockdown and the the wife took her life in the fifth. Fucking hell. And to pretend that's not happening everywhere else, right? The the added pressure. Modern society was fucking hard enough as it is. Yeah. You know, we've all had discussions about that prior to all this shit happening. Um the other thing is, is as the small businesses are going under, the big businesses are recording record profits because the exactly. money's got to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So the end result is that when these small businesses try to get back on their feet, there's no got, they can't um, compete with a fucking advertising budget of a thousand dollars a month mm. versus big business with a fucking advertising budget of a hundred million a month. Mm-hmm. How do you get your foot in the door? How do you come back from that? Mm-hmm. It sort of reminds me of Wally. You remember Wally? As in, where's Wally? No, no, the the little robot dude that fucking oh uh, Wally, Wally, Wall, Wall, Wally, yeah yeah, 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 Wally or whatever it is, yeah, Wally, yeah, you're right, Wally, yeah, yeah. That reminds me of that, the big fat floaty chairs in one company ruling everything. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And we, we escaped the planet because we fucked it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, so you have seen a definite rise, mate, definite spike. Yeah, 100%, I mean, 100%, yeah. man. Definitely. Yeah. Well, look, Ed, you know, I've got a book you could buy, uh, you know, if you need a bit of hand, mate. It's there behind you. Fuck the black dog. That's a, you know, uh, excellent book. We still have, we still got work to do around that. We but it, we keep getting delayed, don't we, mate? But anyway, mate, so <laughs> oh fuck, we've tried, man. It's not like we haven't tried to try and get the audio <laughs> stuff going. We have tried, just hasn't worked out. Um, it'll just work, mate. It'll just yeah. fall in our laps. It'll just flow, yeah. So, boys, listen. I'm aware of it's. You know, obviously, we're not going anywhere, but it is ten past ten. So, um, we'll, we'll wrap this up. I'll start with Pat. Pat's first time here, so. Um, 
thanks, Pat, man. I really appreciate your time and coming along tonight. Um, it's it's, it's been, va- been valuable to have you in and um, awesome for you to meet some of the other boys as well. You know, I think uh, it's um, it was about time we, we, we did something like this. So where do we go, mate? What do we do? What's the, you know, like... I don't really know what to do. You know, if I said I wasn't fearful, I would I would be lying. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not prepared for any civil unrest. I'm not a violent dude. Mm-hmm. I take care of myself if I have to, but I don't really, I don't own a gun. Mm. If anything was to get crazy, if anything was to, you know, become like the movies, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not ready for that shit. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm a pretty chill dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do I need to doomsday prep? Do I need to think about it out of the box to its worst possible outcome? Do I need to prepare myself? I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like today is today and tomorrow is tomorrow. But isn't it interesting? Like, well, what, what am I going to do? But isn't well, it interesting? My hippie commune is going to need a barber, mate. So you can fucking move to far north <laughs> Queensland with me, my hippie commune. And I'll pay you with weed and mushrooms. Um, just make sure that you take the shrooms after you cut my hair, not before. <laughs> yeah. If you have them at the same time, you're not going to care. That's, that's, right. that's right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Just do whatever you want, man. Make it. Sick, man. <laughs> There's a dragon in my hair. <laughs> uh, but isn't it interesting, Pat, that you touched on a few things that I want to expand on just quickly? Um, one was fear. Right, I have no fear of COVID. No, not COVID. However, however, do I have fear in me at the moment? To be honest, I am. I'm feeling a lot better. Like I'm smashing it out right at the moment, but I feel like the only reason I'm smashing it out and is trying to grab some sort of semblance of control. Right, I can, I can make my body stronger for whatever whatever comes next. Right. Yeah. However, if I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't using the fear of what I think may happen next to drive me at the moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know, and the, and the second thing that you touched on was, do you need to prep? Do you need to do this? Do you need to do that? The reality is, I know that you've asked yourself those questions in a serious way, right? If I had said to you, 2019, you know. In 2021, we're going to have serious discussions about where do we go uh, to form a commune and do we need to prep for like the worst? You know, that there's serious discussions and questions we've all asked ourselves. And how mad is the fact that we actually ask ourselves that? You know what I mean? Like five years ago, I never would have thought this would have happened in my generation. Yeah. And now my kids will read about this in history books. Yeah. For the next generation. Yeah. If we get to the generation if we if we get to the next generation and you'll be able to tell them that you're on the front lines posting memes like a son of a bitch <laughs> until, I get a, until i get a 30-day ban the greatest yeah. war of 2021 memes left right and center doing your right. yeah. it's honest work neil it's honest work brother <laughs> but like you said like it's not it's not fear of any sort of virus it's no. a fear of uh you know, society itself are, are scared and deranged military of guys doing stuff they probably don't believe in that they want to do, mm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're forced to do something, we're already being forced to do stuff. Mm. I never thought that would be like that, especially in Australia. Yeah. You know, Look, I think, I think, Korea or something. Yeah. You know, I think, good old down under. Yeah. yeah, that's right. She'll be right, mate. You know, that's right. I think, I think, 
and I, I think well, I think we started with that, didn't we? You know, to to bring it full circle, our she'll be right attitude probably needs to have a serious adjustment. Um, yeah. Right now, like right now, um, because if we if we're not careful, it might look the train or may already may have left the station, boys. That's the scary part too, isn't it? Because yeah. we don't really know. You know, like how many protests are you going to do? Like, what what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. against against the government and a military as yeah. just regular people. Yeah, you know, of course we'll fight, but is it going to be something we win? I doubt it. Yeah, that the 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 the, uh, the for and against on that's not real good for the other no. in history either. <laughs> no, uh, you know, it's like I know I, I know I quoted the Eureka Stockade and those boys standing up for their miners' rights, but it also must be said that the Redcoats came in the night and slaughtered a lot of them. So, yeah. you know, they actually never got to stand. Spartacus got killed, mate, eventually. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, we might go to, um, again, thanks for your very time, for your time, Pat, tonight, mate. I really appreciate it. It was awesome. Thank you. Um, Daniel, I hesitate to ask you, but what do we do? <laughs> what? Why are you picking on me tonight before we even oh. got on here, man? Daniel's getting a reputation. You miss me. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, I, I love. I'm just gonna say about Pat. I love how real he's being. Like he's not trying to pretend he's got all the solutions in the world. He's a perfect example of what you know small business owners are going through. So you know, hats off to you, man, for like being real like- on here because people don't need fake in their life right now. They need mm-hmm. to see real and you know know that they're not the only ones that are going through this but um like i I do like to leave things uplifting but um before i do that i really gotta honor some kids mate there's a big there's a big spot in my heart like i gotta honor some kids and i'm sorry to you know derail a bit but i know this lady i know this lady right Lost her business. It is related, of course. Yeah. Um, she's lost her business, school camps. I used to work there. She's the toughest friggin' lady that I know, man. The toughest lady. And when her business ended, she's like, fuck it. I'm going to keep going, you know, any chance that I can. For her, money comes, it goes. Yeah, she's not doing as great, obviously. But these camps are like low budget and they are... Um, you know, they're, they're there so that everyone gets a go. Mm. There's a lot of foster kids that come to these camps, a lot of, like, you know, families that already have a really low budget. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a chance for them to get out and, and do something that wouldn't normally be available. So it doesn't mean they always offer the best facilities, but we always made it so much fun. It was an, it was an escape. Yeah. Yeah. But um, So what happened? The saddest thing and i was in tears the other day when i first heard this and i haven't really been able to let it go so i really want to give these um guys some justice just by having this opportunity to voice their story like there are there are kids that are committing suicide these are children because they're going home to domestic violence Mm. during lockdowns Mm -hmm. there's no escape for them okay some of them don't have the best start in life. Mm. And that's exactly what we were doing on school camp is teaching them confidence, bit of guidance. courage, yeah, acceptance of others, acceptance of difference of opinions. 
everything that we're teaching is with, you know, everything that's happening is gone out the window. How the fuck do you give um, kids, you know, their, their message of hope at the end of camp when you know when you're sending on to their doom because they're voicing themselves, they're not being heard. Uh, government doesn't give a fuck. And look, so, I think, yeah, look, man, that's unfortunately that's a that's a common story, isn't it? Throughout this crisis, it's interesting how we weigh life, isn't it, Daniel? Mm. It's interesting how we weigh life. So, so, like, you know, those kids desperate in need for an escape that is provided by a good, honest woman to help these kids out is not important because something that the kids have got a 99.99, not however fucking many percent it is. You know, like, how do we just, how, how do we justify that? It's it's hard to even try and justify that. And you're right, man. Like how many of these lockdown situations are, are children returning to broken homes? It's, yeah, it's the being locked in a home with domestic violence or abusive parents or foster care, whatever their situation is for four days. Like mm. school is literally That's their escape. escape. Yeah. It's their escape. It's what grounds them. You know, being with their friends. And look, the thing is, the thing is too, when you when you talk about socioeconomic as well, you know, these these are they are we already see already said they're the lowest socioeconomic side of society. So yeah, there's a fair chance that the work that they're doing doesn't exist. You know, um, no one's got any savings anymore, you know, like these these people have been on the bones of their ass how many times in the last 18 months, you know? Yeah, they they're killing the middle class off as well, mate. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, look, my, my advice for people is like this, this can't be just like for the individual in the home, mate, it's really got to be a group effort. What we need to do is, um, maybe anyone that can convert, I know it's not probably ideal, but Mm. anyone that can bring their business online or find a plan B, Mm. find something of value. We need to keep the money that we do have because we know this ruling class, people that are running the whole frigging show, they're getting richer. Billions of dollars pouring into their pocket and billions of dollars going out of small businesses. Maybe small businesses don't ever, they'll never come back the same. But what we can do is what money we have in our pockets. We could keep, um, we need to try and circulate that amongst ourselves and stop giving it to them, stop giving it to, you know, the, the big companies. Mm. And there are multi-level marketing businesses, network marketing. A lot of people call them pyramid schemes, but this is the reality of that. If you go to Kmart and buy a toaster, right, um, they, they're paying a lot of money for marketing for their shop in total millions of dollars but if you go and buy a toaster and you get rewarded for sharing that with a mate say well this one lasted me fucking five years everyone benefits out of that on some level there's always going to be the hustlers who are going to be better at it and i don't i'm not totally cool with like you know hustling people who just aren't interested in things Mm. but like find something of value that you can exchange your energy and, and currency mm. with. We need to keep that amongst ourselves as much as we can, but it's got to be a group effort. Yeah, look, I think you're totally right there. I mean, you know, you've got, you know, Neil's book behind you, you know, everyone go and buy plan the book, B. You know, get um, a plan B. 
Yeah, well, look, you know, like we've got Cass business here that we run, you know, with the mists and those bits and pieces, you know, gets yeah. in. Um, you, you, but I think what you're getting back to, mate, and you are right, there's got to be an online space, but it, it, we're talking about community. We're talking about um, banding together and helping each other out. And whether that be goods or services or whether that be, you know, Pat cuts your hair and, you know, we sort something out for Pat, you know what I mean? Or, you know, whatever that, whatever, whatever form that that takes, um, you know, I think it's, it's, we keep coming back to Neil's commune, I think, you know, like I think that's, you know, everyone comes that's, there. I think that is the next swing. Eventually, yeah. give it another two, two, three years when people have got nothing left, that'll be the next step. Go yeah. homeless or go commune. Yeah. And look, and everyone goes there with a skill set and you give that skill set to the community in exchange for food. You know what I mean? Like that's just the whole, that, that's just the whole point. You know, if you're going to go and pluck the potatoes out, if you want potatoes, well, you're going to go and pluck the fucking potatoes out. You know, it's all fair enough. Yep. Um, however, yeah, I think there's got to be ways. The way out of this with our souls intact is actually tribe community. And and it, and it is and it is hard to fathom at the moment with so much darkness around. However, love is still the answer, you know. Like that's, it is it is hard to fathom with the, with the dark, the impending darkness. However, that is still the answer. Thanks, Daniel. Listen, man, I really appreciate your time tonight. Eh? Um, Thanks, man. You're uh, always good value, mate. Um, listen, uh, we'll, we'll go, Neil, and we'll let Woody wrap it up. Um, where do we go, Neil? What do we do, man? What are we doing? Mate, um, honestly, I don't know. I know what I'm doing and that's all I can speak for. And I know I joke about going to far North Queensland, but that is my actual plan. Literally that's the goal. Yeah. The only thing keeping me tied to Brisbane at the moment is my kids in my shared custody. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm very I've told the kids as soon as they finish school, I was like, you got a choice. You can live with mum, you can live with me, or you can fucking fly the coop and live on your own. You'll be old enough to do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm going. That's yeah. my plan. Big block of land. Small house, self-sufficient. That's it. I don't Fair know. Enough. I don't know what's for the, what's happening for the world. I don't know what's happening with China. I don't know what's happening with COVID. I know what I'm doing, and I'm getting the fuck <laughs> off grid. And you're yeah. all fucking invited. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. Um, what? Well, just another question about the the larger community. Does the larger community, the black dog community, echo some of the, a lot of the stuff we talked about tonight, or is that hard to say? Or we are. Uh, we don't talk about it too much. I find that it's it's too divided. Like I've always tried to keep politics. Yeah, there's been a couple of conversations about COVID and that inside the group, mm. but we try to keep it away from that because it's too divisive. It's, you know, we don't want to create divide in the community because it's a fucking tight community. So yeah. most of the time inside of the Black Dog community, we're talking about what we're going through and getting support for each other. And I'm no different from that. I've had a very fucking rough year. Um, and I've oh mate, they could, they couldn't, they you couldn't write what's happened to you this year, Neil. Yeah, honestly, it's been, it's been pretty, it's been pretty it's been interesting, hard. man. Um, the joy of it is, it's like I've spent so long giving to Black Dog, and I would argue that most of this year has been the guys that I once coached through have been holding space for me. A lot of guys have been holding space for me as I've gone through my journey this year as well. So that's a beautiful thing, mate. Amazing. The community's amazing, man. Um, yeah. You know, I've always said, uh, you know, I, I started the community, but I'm a fucking card carrying member as well, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But we and try look, to keep all the politics and that outside of it. It does creep in from time to time, mm-hmm. but we try to steer away from topics that are going to divide the group. Sure. Look, I mean, is it, is that, is that still active for people to, to come along and stuff like that and contribute? We're actually, uh, it's on a hiatus at the moment, man. Black Dog's still up and running and we've still got all our regular guys in there, but I'm studying full-time at the moment. So yeah. I'm 
upskilling myself a little bit. Good man. Um, Good man. What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, counseling. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. yeah the bit of, bit of paper to back up what you're already doing. Pretty much is, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So what I was already doing, but now I have a piece of paper to put on my wall that says that I'm qualified to do it. Um, well, mate, but- I think that's, that's, that's an awesome and you know, um, <laughs> It's, it's it's always a privilege and an honor to have you on, mate. So um, likewise, brother. It's been too long. Yeah, man. Absolutely, uh, Mr. Tomlinson, bring us home, man. What do we do? I like Daniel's message um, about you know going back to community, um, and and Neil touched on it a bit as well. Um, we we got to unify. Mm-hmm. Um, don't. It's too easy to spend your hard-earned dollars buy shit online and have it delivered to your door. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not creating a, a community. No. That's we need to go back to going down to your restaurant on a Friday night, ordering your fish and chips or your Chinese, having face to face contact with the people who are running the show. Mm-hmm. Go down to the small small, you know, butcher shop or the grocery uh, the um, fresh produce shop, mm-hmm. the bakery. Go buy your items from there, take a little bit extra time and just go meet the people that are, that are bringing these projects. Cause I guarantee you it's these small businesses that are, are what's keeping the community together. They're the ones that sponsor the kids football, mm. or the kids cricket or the swimming club, you know, their mums and dads as well. They're the ones that are coaching these kids in these communities. So if you don't support them, they bugger off somewhere else and your community dies as a result of it. So mm. stop spending all your money on these huge bloody, you know, on menu logs and bloody Amazons and all this, all this rubbish online. Mm. Bring it back in. You know, just even, even just a few things. Start your own little community and mm. and keep at it. Mm. You know, the best meat that you're going to buy is from your local butcher. Mm. You know, he's going to wave to you through the window. It happens to me. I walk mm. down the street. I wave to the butcher. I, you know, I know their names. Mm. It's it's, it's how it works. It how, it, that's what community is all about. Mm-hmm. And everyone says, oh, this, this town's changing. No, it's not what it used to be. Yeah, it's, it's because the people that come in don't have the same values as what it used to be. Mm. You know, where I'm from, it, it used to be a working class town. There's a, uh, a big meatworks and a big feedlot. And that pretty much employed everyone. And everyone, and you know, that, that was running right up until I was a, a young kid, I think close down in the early 90s. <clears throat> and the whole time it was running, everyone had nice cars. All the shops in town were full. Mm. You know, all the all the meat workers' wives were running shops and working in shops. Everyone had money to keep spending around. That's what community is all about. Keeping it keeping it closed in. If you want to have a, a profitable, rich community, mm. keep it keep it within your within your circle, within your postcode. Mm. Yeah, look, I think that's that's a that's a really good point, mate. And I don't want to delve down the negative side of globalism and stuff like that because I don't want to lose that point. And I think no, I'll just I don't want to be negative about it. No. Be and, yeah. Like it. Yeah. And I think I'll just I think I'll just hammer that home. I think not only are we talking about community, but we're talking about our instincts as humans. Okay. So it's been a privilege and an honor to have all you boys here tonight. I wanted to have a roundtable discussion and I couldn't have hoped for more. Uh, it's, it's been excellent. And what I see is that I see five men or four men and me uh, around, this t- around this Zoom table, the round table as we're going to call it, 
sharing their opinions openly and honestly without incrimination. However, we're calling back to it and what we're feeling, boys, uh, is true human emotion. You know, we, we, we're, we're having our liberties stood on and we, we can't stand for it. We, we, we aren't anti-anything. We just want free choice. And we want to come back to the old ways. We want to have that community. We want to have that sense of tribe. And there is a place, I think, in the future where we may be able to have that. I suppose the only question is, is that are we willing to fight for it? Um, I think that's about it, boys. Has anyone got anything else? No, I didn't think so. I think we're that's good. On. Yeah, good on you, gents. Much love, hey, boys. Thank Thanks, you, Chris. Stay Thanks, safe. Guys. Look after yourselves, eh? Take Cheers. Care, man. Cheers. Next time.
Give it.